Yeah, we in there. Put some fucking water on the food. Take some fucking water out the freezer. It's hot. Alright, cool. We rolling. We rolling. Give me some water in here. This is my part, bro. Hot sauce to go. I gotta listen to the album again, man. Jada John. Yo, Jesus Christ. The Jada? You said the Jada John? Yeah. What album was that with that hot sauce to go on it? Uh, that's That was actually his second album. What was the name of it here? It was Kiss of Death. Yeah, Kiss of Death. There we go. Oh, was Damn. it Kiss of Death? I think so, because Kiss the Game Goodbye was the first one. That was a classic. I love that one. <laughs> yeah. Dude, hot sauce to go. Class. I remember... I remember fucking uh, Rick had that joint, and he was like, he was bumping that shit, and I was like, this joint ain't even that hot, though. And then he played the fucking Pharrell joint, and I was like, yo, and I was about to cop that joint based off just that track. Yeah, and then they had the, uh, I think By Your Side was like the next track or whatever. Yeah, that shit went super hard, too. Yeah. I don't know, it's weird, because like, the locks, I mean, they always find this way, well, with the exception of Sheik, maybe. On their solo albums, they always manage to find like these ways to have like these like really mellow, that's mellow, they, that's like, post like almost ambient gangster rap and shit like that. Like it's just crazy. Bro, and be that is the, the realest shit on there. Yes, sir. That is that is exactly <laughs> why Styles is in my top five, and that's why all his mixtapes go harder than I ain't gonna say they go harder than his albums because his albums classic too. But his mixtapes got some fire on them, and they just be the chillest shit. It'd be like Vinny intro theme. <laughs> and it'd be four yeah. minutes of him like, I just don't know why niggas get mad. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Getting upset. Damn, man. Yeah, we rolling, yeah, so right? I, yeah, we rolling. But that's the funny yeah. thing, because I remember like a couple weeks ago, they were supposed to have a locks versus, uh, well, it was supposed to be a D-block versus state prop. I don't think that ever came to fruition, though. But, uh, yeah, that's yeah, a different that's kind of game. Though. Yeah. I don't know how that would work out. But I like it. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm fans of all of them niggas. And I know they yeah. get along. Yeah, like yeah. I told you, I told you, uh, Jada was Jada was at the uh, the state private reunion show and shit. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, I mean they all, I mean they all became up. I guess it was it was good for the time. I mean, it definitely like blew up everybody's profile for real. I mean, yeah, definitely. I mean, on top of that, it actually was like it was real street shit involved. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. You try to get it. To the brink to where like niggas really start putting hands on each other, then it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it usually takes somebody. Tennis. It usually takes like a higher power, like somebody else, like a third party to get involved. Be like, all right, dog, we did it. All right, yeah. we did enough money off this. You know what I mean? Let's just, you know what I mean? Let's pull it back. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, yeah. That just reminded me of a nigga that I want to shout out. Thank you for reminding me. I'm gonna put all the respect on this nigga name too. So. <laughs> all of it. Uh, yeah, let's intro this shit, though. Let's intro this shit. I want to give people some fucking consistency in a world that's so cold and distant from them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, fuck my name. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, E, fuck your name, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we just two real niggas. Body in this quarantine shit. The ghost um, of the, the, the real nigga podcast. This is the ghost of the real nigga podcast. Uh, so, welcome, all y'all out there. I hope y'all ain't sick and dying. I wanted to actually start off by apologizing for that ignorant shit I said uh, last time that we closed. Um, <laughs> I, it was funny because I was going to use this to segue into R.I.P. and a nigga because I heard that a nigga lost his mom and brother. So I was going to do that. But then I was like, nah, this kind of 
it's kind of irreverent. So I'm gonna just I'm gonna just forget that whole R.I.P. shit and just apologize for being irreverent in general. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. but it's, it's it's the times, man. I mean, this is crazy because it's just, it's just weird because you know it's like I said, it's just so much. And like I said, there's so much information, disinformation, and everything like that. Misinformation. Yeah, disinformation, misinformation. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we we got the Hegelian dialect coming all around us and shit. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like you know, it's it's all over. I like so, so so it's it's I don't know. It's interesting times. I mean, but it's looking like you know we're getting towards that light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, granted, they say it's gonna be a second wave at some point. I mean, I, I feel really like niggas is just. I think niggas is just punching their way out of it, and like, you know what? Uh, all this death and disease is very scary, but so is my fucking house, and so are my roommates, and <laughs> my <laughs> all of that other shit. And my life. Yeah, so is my family. <laughs> so is my life. So is the reality that I've been forced to fucking accept over these last few weeks. You know what I mean? So, so let me give me, give me let me find ways of escaping this shit. So yeah, exactly. I guess that's niggas one of those things. Out, it's all, I guess it's all the entrepreneurs. My bad. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's only so much like, you know, I guess internalizing and purpose seeking. You know what I mean? It gets to a certain point to where it's just like, all right, dog, how, how, how long am I going to analyze and, get and deal with myself? You know what I mean? Pretty I much. You got to go do so. something. Yeah. <laughs> you got to go do something. But so. I mean, you know, I do feel like this has been good, though. Like, I feel like, uh, don't get me wrong. This is still, this is a tr- me trying not to be fucking ignorant but and naive. But I do feel like, like, aside from the people who fucking died or the people who had people very close to them who died and, you know, all of that shit, aside from the, like, the primary sufferers of this whole situation, at least from the people that I've been talking to, I feel like a lot of people have, have seen this as a reflective period and kind of have been able to see the light through all of this. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, like, and I think there's been, been a lot of positive that, you know, I think a lot of people have drawn a lot of the positive things from it, like you said. Yeah. Like Drake uh, said, dog, we need to stick together and try to keep that same energy when the shit over. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. But I guess speaking of that, man, alternate energy. I guess we'll go some go to some shit I disrespect right now. Uh, oh, I don't know, man. Yeah, dog. So what's up with man? Like you know, social media policing. Granted, it's been happening for a long time now, but I guess like you no know. Sense. Uh, so essentially, like uh, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. Actually, they're just like actively just like you know. Even in a time of misinformation and disinformation and stuff like that, they're actually going out of their way now to actually police content and like pull content and shit like that. So, is it because are they doing it like under the guise that it could be like uh, uh, security, like not not security, but like yeah, like, see, like security niggas is being irresponsible and they could they could cause like an outbreak with this COVID shit because I need everybody to be responsible in order for me to be safe type of situation that we in right now. Yeah, something like that. So essentially, like, uh, I mean, a, a key example, I guess, is in Flo- in not even Florida, in California. It's these two doctors. They run a uh, they uh, run an office out in California, and essentially, what they did is they actually had a video that they pretty much just went through like all the data that they had, and for their analysis, like, you know, they wanted to conclude that you know the whole social distancing thing and all this shit was just bullshit. We don't need to do that. We need to get back to it. So uh, yeah, so I think like the that's kind of like remember when the Patriot Act went into uh went into play after like the nine eleven thing and a whole bunch of people was complaining about oh shit y'all niggas is giving up all of our rights and then like TSA became a big deal at the airports and we couldn't fly without identification and you know all of that shit right yeah this is this is the next step of that so 
yeah, motherfuckers is definitely going to police what people say if motherfuckers is being irresponsible with their words, especially doctors being irresponsible with their words to the point where, like I said before, they could cause an outbreak. And I'm not saying, I'm not justifying it, but I'm saying, yeah, that's obvious, nigga. There's, like, they've been telling, they've been taking our rights throughout this whole fucking process. So, I mean, yeah, it's obvious, or it would only follow that they would want to make people of influence, like, you know, they would want to stop their speech about that shit. Like, if there was, a, if, not if there was, but if there is a disease, which there might be, or there, I guess there is. Likely is, there likely is. <laughs> if there is a disease that we can actually spread as easily as they say we can spread it, and it's as dangerous as they say it is, then the government would and should, based on the functions that it, it served in the past, the government would and should probably want to regulate people who could stand in the way of them trying to, you know, stave off this type of shit. Yeah, but, but my only thing is like, you know, I always never really got, I never really fuck with like deplatforming people and shit like that. And, uh, I mean, I don't fuck with any type of government. Like, I want small government. I don't want none of them niggas to be. But, but that's the thing. But this isn't even government, right? This is this is YouTube. You know what I mean? This is Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, granted, you're on their platform, so you know you got to follow their rules and shit. But then again, it's kind of like, man, listen, man. Yeah, I think that's bullshit, especially when they post on like fight videos of bitches getting. Yeah, it's just like yeah, I mean, like at the, at the you know, if anything, man, just tell niggas to post a disclaimer, you know what I mean? Just, or just tag a disclaimer on the videos and shit like that. Like, yo, these are just opinions of these guys. You know what I mean? Don't take this as true. But then like, you know what I mean? Cause the thing is content like that, it breeds more content. Cause it's gonna have another nigga that come out with a video to rebut what they were saying and shit like that. Yeah, so controversy, so, controversy. So, I mean, you know, but it's, I think that's the thing. I don't, I don't like seeing people get their, get their legs. Like, you know what I mean? Chop from up under on them and shit like that. You know what I mean? Cause well, do you think that maybe in their, in their they, eyes, they might, they might be right. You know what I mean? So. And Whether they write or not, I don't give a fuck because nobody's to be able to prove that until the end and this all plays out. But yeah. do you think that they maybe just like literally like, you know, be reacting out of fear and the information that we all have? Like they just basically thinking they doing what's best for the world and for all of our health? I think so. I mean, in some way. I mean, I, I think it's more or less they're taking. I mean, fuck the some... fact that this is Leo Cohen we talking about. But I mean, granted that, you know, they're under a lot of. uh they're under a lot of pressure now anyway, you know what I mean? Particularly, uh, like, you know, Amazon, all, you know, the big three, Amazon, Facebook, uh, Google, you know what I mean? They're under a lot of pressure. Congress is like, you know, even though it's a bunch of old dudes that don't really understand what it really is, they're trying to mm -hmm. find ways to regulate it just because, you know, it's getting to a point to where, you know, they're finding ways to actually grow roots and stretch their fingers and all types of different aspects of our lives. But it's just crazy because, Everybody hates it, but they have to use it in some degree anyway. So they, well, that's they, the thing. Yeah. Like I said, if there's even the slightest chance that this shit could all be true, we all do kind of want to be safe. Yeah, that's true. But like, I, I don't believe none of this shit. But I got I live in a house full of people who do. Yeah, and a world full of people who do. That's the thing. I guess now it's just, it's weird because I've got a mixed bag at this point now. So I got people that have had people that had it that like still don't believe that is going on. Uh, then I got people that are actually super scared of it. And I got most people are pretty nonchalant about it. So, but at this like point, I, said, now, I feel like I, I had it already. This is probably the 13th podcast that I've come in and said this. And we but, said that you, you had, you had it already. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I, like I, I literally, I was sick for a week. I felt like I was going to die. I couldn't get out of bed. That was it. I couldn't even eat. Like, But I mean, if that, if that's what's going around, I can see why niggas is dying. That shit was bad. Yeah. 
So I guess that's the thing. I mean, last thing we need happening is just like everybody having this shit at the same time. Cause that's the thing, man. Like it's one thing for a couple niggas to be sick at a time, but if fucking, you know, yeah, I mean, blocking well, motherfuckers is sick. You know, now we, right. you know, that's all. That's that's what everybody knows, and that's what everybody's been told. So I guess now we just repeating the same shit that yeah. motherfuckers already know. Yeah, uh, but but I'm over it at this point now, man. I'm just I'm ready to get back or ready to get to the next step of things. Life ain't life is definitely gonna change as we know it. But nigga, I gotta get like, a car. I gotta get a car. I never wanted to drive my whole life, and I gotta get a fucking car. You know why? Because you bitch ass niggas don't want to go nowhere. So I gotta go somewhere <laughs> my damn self. <laughs> That's it, right there. Because, like, I want to really go, like, to the park. And I want to go, like, I found a good-ass walking path and shit. I got bike paths all around. Niggas could just go over to the fountains and watch the fucking water flow next to the statues. Like, that's all things that I would like to do with people. Not just, yeah. I do all these things by myself all the damn time. But it'd be yeah. nice to do it with people occasionally and shit, but everybody's scared to go the fuck outside. Which has <laughs> nothing to do with the disease. Like, literally, sitting next to a statue ain't going to give you the fucking disease. But I don't know, dog. Cops gonna tell niggas to go home. I guess. I think it's that, but I don't know, man. You got free people that actually doing stuff to statues and shit like that. Just imagine you put your arm around a statue and shit, and next you know you got the corona because the nigga wanted to get freaky with fucking. I mean, Benjamin Franklin and shit. Statues, anyways. I ain't gonna be nowhere. I ain't gonna be really that close to the statue. You afraid of statues? What do you think? Like these motherfuckers are like come to life and shit. Granted, we've seen so many movies and media that shit. It's not that I think that, it's that if it does happen, what the fuck am I going to do if I'm too close? It's just kind of one of those things. Like, I'm just, I'm, I don't want a chance to heart attack, so I'm going to just stay far away. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm a logical person. Fuck that. Anyway, I know the listeners know. I know you know. And I know I know. But there might be some motherfucking people who don't know that this is the year of the Wayne, motherfucker. Yes, indeed. I was listening to the new funeral album. It's not that new no more, but I was listening to the new Wayne because I realized I've been coming up with all this old Wayne shit. So I wanted to put some respect on the new Wayne. New little Okay. Wayne. So uh yeah. I played uh I played the whole album. It was long as shit, my nigga. But I heard a couple of things that stood out to me. I just tried to write down just random lines and shit. Uh like the one John off of Harden. Did I do Harden yet? I think I might have did Harden, but I don't give a fuck. This nigga said... <laughs> Run it back? <laughs> yeah, I don't give a fuck. This nigga nice. This nigga said, she loved me or leave me. I gave her a reason. She don't want a reason. She don't want to see me. She don't want to believe me. I tell her it's cold. I'm already freezing. My heart ain't been beating. I talked to the Reaper. He told me... All right, my bad. I talked to the Reaper. He put me on speaker. He told me to keep you. I tried to call, but I couldn't reach you. You blocked my number. I feel like... James Harden, you blocked my number, goddamn. Or sorry, my bad, I fucked it all up. I knew I was gonna fuck it up, but <laughs> he said, he said, I tried to call, but I couldn't reach you. You blocked my number, I feel like James Harden, you blocked my jumper, goddamn. <laughs> and that's the hook, that's the hook. Damn. All that, that's the hook. He said, I feel like James Harden, you blocked my jumper, goddamn. Um, another joint, he said, I'm repping MOB, the mob, I got ties. In the back of my head, under my locks, I got eyes. President's so dead in my pockets. I got flies. <laughs> uh. <laughs> that nigga's stupid. Wow. Uh, last one. Last one. He said, I can't smoke Reggie. I be too edgy. My bitch a veggie. I'm a legend. 
pull out my flag and these niggas start pledging. <laughs> I dig it. Yeah. So, yeah, man. Put some respect on that fucking man's name. Damn, for real. Always oh, I couldn't, it. Like, I couldn't write down this one, but I'm going to mention it just because, you know, I'm loose. Fucking mm-hmm. this nigga, he said, he said, I take, he said some shit like, I take a Zanny. That turned me to a something. I t- he said it was a bunch of pills he was mixing. I take a Zanny that turned me to a something, and then I take a Addy that turned me to a zombie, like Walking Dead, like down and up, like niggas wilding, man. This where we at right now in this world, bro. I mean, he been on that shit though. He been on, he been on that. <laughs> I know. Then he said after that he said uh, something about cocaine and acid. He ended off with the acid. Damn, he's still living that life, man. That's crazy. Uh, it's the funeral, baby. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, that's just uh, I gotta get you there. Yeah. Uh, well, on that note, I, I got I got a verse from a uh, dedication too. So it's uh, it's off the the hustling John freestyle for hustling. Uh, I'm gonna want it. Uh, nah, if you want it, I'm gonna bring it. Let Diana Ross sing it. I'm gonna pull it. I'm gonna bang it. That's that Na- Nina Ross bang. All right, uh, all right, get it back. If you want it, I'm gonna bring it. Let Diana Ross sing it. I'ma pull it, I'ma bang it. That's that Nina Ross singing. I be an Opal Locker with Rick Ross banging. If you try me, I reverse you. Now you crisscross swinging. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I'm sure he probably said that shit with all the sauce in the world. Yeah. Crisscross swinging. Yeah. Fucking, oh, I'm gonna go back to that Harden line. Dog, this nigga, it's just funny because James Harden, he gets his jumper blocked, but he gets a jump, he gets a jumper blocked on purpose. Yeah, and just he'd be like, and he'd be looking around like, and he'd be looking around like, God damn, damn, can't believe it. But it'd be like he the only nigga that get his jumper blocked on purpose. Yeah, because man, that's his game. That's the only thing, man. Like, have you have you seen the numbers in terms of like you know like how often he goes to the free throw line? Like the shit yeah, is he gets about a good twenty. Though. He gets about a good twenty points at the line, like on average. This on every wild. night, and it's just this niggas wild. It's great and it's bullshit at the same time because it's just like. Some niggas have said that his game is bad for basketball. Well, yeah, because essentially he's he's taking advantage of the rules. But I think that's why he can't really get it done in the playoffs because once he tries to lean on that shit, they don't call that they don't call that that you know what I mean that pity pass shit that he tries to go for. So, well, that was that was one of the big controversies a couple of years ago, wasn't it? That he like literally didn't get none of them calls in that one well, series. I, well, I mean, these are just games during the, during the season. I mean, I remember one time when uh, him and Chris Paul, I think they were playing in L.A. or playing in Houston, and, like, they were actually beefing, like, with the, like, with the refs. Like, like, yeah, didn't really, Chris really Paul, like, like, actually run into a ref or some shit like that? And, like, well, yeah, and they, were, they were sharing it. Yeah, they were checking them. They were saying their name, in the, like, in the public and everything like that. Like, it was, it was a crazy, man. It was a thing. Like, the GM and everything was behind it. Like, they were actually really going at the refs. More? Like, yo, yo, like, oh, seriously, yeah. man, like, they were really just trying to actually, I guess, you know, Chris Paul. They was, bull- they was trying to bully the refs. Yeah, they he was trying to leverage these niggas actually, like, you know, call call the game the way that they wanted it called. Uh, it and that's the thing. Cool. It's kind of like, you know, you can't really do that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, you can't, I don't know, you can't fuck with the officiating. You know what I mean? And if you're trying to dictate the officiating, you're technically cheating you know, I think at that point, you know, so. I mean, the thing is, all right, strong arm in the ref, right? Like, if that's an aspect of the game that we can, like, actually go off of, 
then I'm pretty sure that there's better ways of going about that shit than publicly shaming these niggas because you obviously see that that hasn't been done yet in history. Like, yeah, well, honestly, yeah, because that's the thing. I mean, I, I feel like that have the actually opposite effect, right? Like, it's kind of like, all, all right, right, dog. I'm pretty sure. You know that's I mean? just going like, to make right. Adam Silver step to these niggas' defense real quick. Yeah, so it's like, all right, bro, next time, next time a nigga smack you, you're not in the block, man. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> that's fact, just what I it might, is. I might, I might mention that to him, too. <laughs> For him. So, but, man, Yo. but shit, man. Well, now we're now we on the basketball, man. So I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast, and apparently, man, he's got, you know, he's got some, he's got some, some sources birdies out there that are floating pretty much just saying that the league is definitely going to get started. So it's just trying to figure out where to have it. So Wing, Wing, uh, Wing said that shit in the combo, and I was on, I was kind of on the same shit. Like, I, I went and listened to the John. I don't believe him. I, don't I, believe him? I like, nah, I don't believe him. I, I think. Well, one, I'm getting mad reports and shit that coaches is concerned and certain players are concerned. I heard – I I listen to a lot of these players talk about certain shit, and I know that there's certain niggas that are very, very adamant about getting this shit started back up. But then there's other certain niggas who are just like, uh, I mean, you know, if they can guarantee our health, yeah, I'm down with it. And it really – the overwhelming majority of the niggas that really want to get it started back up are niggas that's on – the Lakers, the Clippers, <laughs> the Bucks. Who else? You know, winning fucking teams, Rockets, shit like that. You know, but well, no, nah, well, it's not just that though, because I mean, essentially, I think the whole league, for the most part, has a uh, has an invested interest in it. Especially like a lot of the owners, because the thing is, it's money. They don't make it bargaining. I know. Well, yeah, that's the thing. They have to make it the seventy games just to actually, like, you know, just just, yeah, just to guarantee those contracts, you know what I mean? So, Otherwise, motherfuckers going to be uh, playing for peanuts next year. And yeah, the, so, the I mean. year's coming. I dig so, that. I dig that. But. But I think, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, at this point now, I don't think the league's going to put itself in a position where they're going to put, you know what I mean, they're going to put any of their assets in harm's way. Uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you know, it's money. It's a lot of money being made and lost in the same situation. So I'm gonna figure, like, you know, at this point now, I, fi- I figure they're gonna try to figure out ways to actually, you know, move heaven to earth just to actually make this shit feasible. And uh, rumor has it that you know they're looking at either like Orlando or Las Vegas. And the main reason they're looking at Orlando because like you know Bob Iger, CEO of Disney, he's like, well, we ain't really opening this park until next year anyway. So you know, so y'all niggas want to live in the theme park. So, you know what I mean? So, granted, you got to cut us we in. ESPN. We'll build some gems. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, you know what I mean? You got to cut us in. We'll build some gems, but we'll make some shit happen. You know what I mean? So, I dig that. I mean, yeah. those sports and all this shit ain't, isn't necessarily a priority. Nah, I mean, it's it's nice. You know what I mean? It'd be nice to have. You know what I mean? So, I think that'll actually, like, in some way, kind of, like, transition to somewhat of the normalcy that people are used to. Uh, yeah. But... I don't know. It'd be, it'd be well, kind of cool. I mean, I would love for it to happen, but like I said, right now they 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 trying to figure out the logistics of how to define what essential personnel looks like. Um, yeah, a lot. Like I mean, I said, it's just a GM lot of motherfuckers on this team. So yeah, I mean, not, I know... not, well, they they talking about the fact that like niggas could probably get by with you know just one coach, right? That's yeah. where they've gotten that far. Niggas could probably get by with just one coach, but now niggas you know niggas is talking about towel boys. Niggas talking about Ball boys, niggas talking about camera crews, niggas talking about the essential faculty in these buildings that they're going to be performing these things at. So, you know, there's there's a lot of details that they're going to have to figure out. Like I said, I would love to see it happen though. I mean, granted, but I think I think if they do it at a place like Disney or 
Uh, I don't know if they want to go to Vegas quite yet. <laughs> no, but if they but, did uh, it at Disney, if they did it, yeah, Disney, they did which it at would Disney, be best case scenario, in my yeah, opinion. it'd be best case scenario because they can actually lock down the whole park. But essentially, they're just telling everybody, like, yo, I mean, if you hear, you know, I mean, you, you hear, yeah, like, you know, what I mean, like, you hear, like, you can't, you can't leave. Like, it's, it's like the thing the is, thing you bring your family. The thing is, you bring your family. So if you at risk, they at risk. If they, if he's at risk, we all at risk. Yeah, we all come so into the end of the day. So together. it's just like yeah, you come to the park, and then but, everybody's just here at the park, no leaving. You know, what I mean, we get you everything you need, and that's just that. So. Uh, you think it'd be interesting. Think, I mean, you think Carl Anthony Towns going one play? Mm, maybe, I don't. Maybe not. I don't know. It depends. I mean, because that's the thing. I, I mean, might have some concerns about them securing the health aspect of this. I think so. But then again, I mean, you got to think that's a passion and anything that he's been doing, like you know, his whole life. So, uh, so, so I mean, granted, it's just an escape. You know what I mean? It's just so, basketball, my nigga. It is. <laughs> it is. It is. It is. But I've heard. I've heard players. I've heard players say. Well, not. But that's the only reason I can say it comfortably. Well, it's not even just that. Like, but yeah, when it comes to you know your health and your livelihood and the livelihood of your family, you know this is just a game right now, and we need to. Make yeah, sure but but that's the thing. But that's initial things before this game. That's but that's their they job. Though. But that's the thing. But that's their job though, because you got to think right. Like, I, I mean, yeah, but they're not hungry. It's not like they're running out of cereal right now. No. But you know, like oh, I'm yeah, it's to their job. But they, it's their job. But at the same time, do you want to, do you want to risk the next twenty years of your fucking star-studded, beautiful career over this next three months? No, but I mean, like I said, they're gonna figure it out. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't think, I don't think the league's gonna put it this way. They, they, it's a cost-benefit analysis. They, they know, they know they're not gonna actually risk any of their players. They don't want to risk any of their players at this point now. So, especially any of their I'm thinking stars. About the players, I'm thinking about the. No, nah, no, nah, I'm not thinking about the stars. I'm thinking about the, the the ninth man on the fucking 15th team. That nigga ain't really worried about playing right now, bro. His money ain't he, – he only made 220000 this year, and that's probably the most he made his whole life anyway. So he looking at it like, look, I'm probably going to still get 100 and something next year. I ain't spent shit yet. I got four kids. <laughs> like, those are the niggas I'm thinking about. Everybody's yeah. not a superstar. But yeah, but then you got to think like, all right, man, these niggas gonna fly me down to Orlando for to come play four games, especially if you ain't in the fucking playoffs. <laughs> you ain't in the fucking playoffs. Yeah, you ain't in <laughs> so, the So you know what I mean? Playoffs. So they really fly you down just to play four games, and that's just that. I mean, so that's the thing. So do you think they 14 should just jump whole straight? Fourteen whole teams of niggas. My bad. Go ahead. No, you I think they you know what's funny? I was th- I was thinking about that. I'm glad you asked. Should they jump straight? I think to they playoffs? should jump. No, I think they should. I think they should jump straight to their last two rounds of the playoffs. Well, the last round. No, the last round. I think they should do Eastern Conference and Western Conference finals and then just do the NBA finals after that. That way you can minimize the risk to only four teams, bro. I think that's the best way to do it. And I didn't hear that idea from nobody. That's me. Yeah. I mean, that'd that'd be kind of cool. But, I mean, I guess – Because if you think about it, like, on the West, the Lakers – I didn't look at the records, so I could be completely wrong about this, but the Lakers and the Clippers – they might be fucking four or five games ahead of the next nigga. You know what I mean? And I know yeah. I know for I know for a fact that on the East, the Bucks is like seven games away from the next nigga. And who else is, who's who's right after the Bucks on the East? It's not us. Uh, the, the East, I think it's I wanna say is it is it Boston? Somebody obvious. No, it's not Boston either. It's not Boston. It's, it's, no, it's actually the Raptors, actually. The Raptors. It's the Raptors. There you go. Obvious, nigga, the champions, the defending fucking champions. So yeah, like the champ and they doing better than the next team by I'm sure pretty far, so 
these last three to fucking seven games or whatever you want to call it, you ain't got to mix up 32 whole teams just to get that shit done. Like, we already know what the outcome is. So just whatever. So just, yeah, skip the skip that step and just get straight to the, the conference finals. And then, Damn, dog. So, so, so if we if we did that, if we if we went that way, man, our sixes wouldn't make it, man. So I mean, I realized that nigga when I said it. I didn't realize it until after I said it, but I realized it. Uh, so, so you, so right now in the East, you'd be looking at the Heat versus the Bucks. That's actually a great matchup, and the Raptors against the Celtics. That'd be tight too. I, I fuck with that. No, nah, skip that round. Skip that round. Let's go straight conference finals. Oh, conference. Con- oh, so just like Raptor, Raptors, Bucks. Raptors, Bucks, Lakers, Clippers, Lakers, Clippers. Four teams. Yep. And those are the most motivated teams to play right now anyway. So all the rest of them niggas. And we going to watch it, bro. We going to watch it. Let them do their whole seven-game series. We going to love it. Damn. That'd be, that'd be a smooth move. Yeah. I need to tweet uh, Adam Silver real quick. <laughs> no, nah, niggas be listening, bro. My, my, my thing my thing is, man, I don't know. If, if they can make it happen, if they can make it happen, man, I think they should do it. If they should – well, granted, they can make that happen if, if it's four teams. But if they can – that's the only thing. Just the logistics of getting 30 teams. But then if they're going to have it at Disney, I mean, Disney houses like thousands of thousands of yeah, motherfuckers. More than 30 so, teams. It's, I mean, they got the sheer space of it all, but it's still like, damn, it's risky. If there's an outbreak in that park, there's an outbreak in the park. No, but that's the thing. But the park is shut down. No, but I'm not talking about for other people. I'm talking about yeah. for all the people that they gather in the park. I'm talking yeah. about for just the NBA staff. You don't think you don't think the NBA is gonna have like you know the, like the, the testing on deck? They're not gonna have like mandatory testing like every week for everybody in that joint. No, nigga, I'm just saying it's bad. It looks bad. It's bad for the it, like it's bad for business if the, if the, if if even there's a report like okay now this is now look at the NBA they they were already a fucking circus. <laughs> now, now it's a fucking zombie circus. Now it's a flying circus. Oh, okay, so I guess like just the branding of it all. Yeah, it so was I guess, the, optics, the optics. So I mean, but so, all right. So how do you feel about? And I guess just kind of transition from the NBA. So everything moving forward, right? So not everything's opened up, man. They're turning everything into like a Chinese takeout store, right? So like all the all the cash registers are gonna have like plexiglass on it. Everybody's gonna have to wear a mask to walk in every building. They're gonna be putting X's on the floor where everybody has to stand. Social yeah, I wish this was a more original take, but man, I live in the hood, and I've been buying my chicken through glass for years. <laughs> Dang, so so you think like this is like all like you know, my bank is through glass, my chicken is through glass, my gas is through glass. So it, it just turned the whole the whole the whole country to the hood. Whole country, yeah. Let's fuck it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I mean, nah, for real, for real, uh. I, I kind of wince at, at the thought of it, but, you know, it's reality. It's reality. I'm not worried about it personally. I don't really like people that much anyways, and I don't really spend too much time in places where, you know, all that type of shit goes on. But at the same time, for the kids, I would like for the kids to be able to enjoy that type of stuff. Like, you know, swimming practice, uh, you know, the team sports, baseball and shit like that as a child, stuff like that. I don't want that stuff to be in danger. And it's not just like fucking sports. I, I mean, I mean, like you gotta just think like like, gra- like graduations. Together. Yeah, like graduations. Yeah, graduations. Like you know I mean, like, trips, nigga. School in yeah. general. School yeah. School in general. Which is funny because I don't like school. I don't like that way that whole system. But I like the social aspects of it. I think that that's super necessary. Yeah, I mean, I felt like when niggas went to school, niggas went to school mainly just to 
Just to socialize with motherfuckers half the yeah, time. I mean, just granted, to see their friends. Just to see yeah. their friends and act like they knew some bitches. So, uh, yeah. So I don't but, know. I, I hope that that doesn't go away. But if it has to happen, I guess it has to happen. I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I wonder if world will just stick around after all this shit. But I, the only reason I say that is because, like, you know, like as you know, you got a lot of motherfuckers. I think you probably saw that video with uh, Keno Ivory Wayne's and shit. He was making a speech on Zoom to uh, some kids for their graduation and shit. And then, yeah, uh, dick out. Yeah. But that, what about that, it? But that, that whole video, well, not even talk about that, but just the fact that he had to make that speech and he was just saying how, like, this is going to make this res- this re- like generation more resilient and shit like that. So, But I guess just, like, having those, like, keystone defining moment parts you know, in your life and shit like that, you know, that, that, that was you the one. Though. You the one nigga who heard the speech. <laughs> you the one nigga who fucking heard the speech. Everybody else saw the dick, and they laughed and they shared that shit. But you the one nigga who was like, "Damn, yeah, resiliency, class of 2020." <laughs> My bad. I, know. I, guess, I guess that type of humor is kind of lost on me at this point. I mean, I got more questions just about it. Like, yeah, all right, why? Why? All right, I noticed who's the bull. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, yo. So that's that's another thing I'm asking too, because I'm like, yo, is this your son? You know what I mean? So is like, your, is that your lover? Yeah. Is that is this like your, you know what I mean? Like your your, your, your young boy? You know what I mean? Like you know, this is, you know what I mean? I, I ain't even know Keenan guy got down like that. You know what I mean? But Whatever, I'm just bro. wondering, like, yeah. what is this here? You know what I mean? So like, I know this is your crib, but why are you in the dining room? Which is why your crib so naked, small? You know what I mean? Why your crib so small? It looked like it was a little ass <laughs> apartment. That's what I was thinking. Like, that joint looked like the size of this whole joint, and this is just the basement. Like, I don't know, man. Hey, man, listen, man. That's how the rich stay rich, man. They just, you know, they lay low. You know what I mean? Sure. Remember, man, you know what I mean? New York. And there you know, Dave, really wrong. Dave Chappelle's clone, you know what I mean? He lives in Cincinnati, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, but that's so he could stay low key, because niggas like me. <laughs> putting that fucking, shining that spotlight on niggas. <laughs> putting spotlight on niggas and shit, so. Yeah. But, yo, the, uh. To keep it like basketball and shit, I'm not watching this last dance, but I feel like I feel like this fucking audience would really appreciate if you talked about that shit. So, um, all right. So, two 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 key points to the last dance that they covered uh, a lot about the Bad Boy Pistons, uh, and it's crazy because you know you hear a lot about them. I think this is like the first time. My pops love Joe Dumar, yo. Yeah, so this is the first the first time he actually really got yeah, watch him. My bad, but. No, that's all good. I mean, but yeah, that's the thing. That's the first time they actually got that royal treatment. I wish they had to kind of focus a little bit more in on the players. I mean, obviously they talked about Isaiah Thomas and like, you know, Rick Mahorn and, you know, Bill Lambert. But I think they, yeah. they you know, they, they talked a little bit more about their style of play. But then you realize that these motherfuckers really just beating niggas up, like on the court. You know what I mean? Like, niggas yeah. was like, well, right. the whole East was kind of like that back then, though. It wasn't yeah, even, it was, I mean, they was, they, they epitomized it definitely, but. The whole East was just a tough whole thing back then. Yeah, it was definitely a lot of bully ball, uh, but I think yeah, they, they emphasized that. I mean, that's the thing. You had, like, guys that were playing bully ball on defense and mm-hmm. uh, bully ball on defense, but just, you know, really fundamental skills on the other side. You know and I mean, like, you know, big men that could finish pretty well, Isaiah Thomas. And the funny I mean, thing is, that, like, you know. Look at that Celtics team from that era. Them niggas was bullying niggas, too. They was beating niggas the fuck up. And getting yeah. beat up, but yeah. they were still they were still a bunch of real skilled players, yeah. Fucking yeah, all stars, th- Hall of Famers, them niggas. Yeah, I th- but I think with the Celtics, I think, well, they led with their skill. But granted, man, like these niggas have been running the game for the past like twenty years before. You know, what I mean, the Pistons even really started really hitting it. You know what I mean? So yeah, but, but that's I not think a, the Pistons you can't say you can't give a player credit for that. That's not a player, per se. Yeah, but 
I mean, I, I get the culture of it because essentially, like, you know what I mean? If you, well, yeah, I mean, they got jerseys the team, the you're nice, you know what I mean? So they got a ton of jerseys and the whole starting five, man, fucking Hall of Fame. Like, that's just crazy. Like, you, you never see that shit. I don't know if you, well, it's well, you see it everywhere. You see it everywhere but... except for them bad boy Pistons, actually. Yeah, I remember when uh, they did the they did the fifty greatest, and I, I I T was like, "Yo, I'm standing up there. I'm looking at Jordan and Pippen. I'm looking at Bird, and he got Lambeer with him. I'm looking at Magic, and he got Kareem with him. And it's just me." <laughs> well, that's the thing, man, because he feels like he feels like uh, particularly the moment when uh, they lost to the Bulls in the. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals, he feels like particularly in that moment, that kind of changed the course of his career, like how he would be viewed in the media and like, you know, throughout his, throughout the, how his legacy would be viewed. Because they felt yeah. like not, well, because essentially like when, when they lost to the Bulls in the playoffs, like before the game was even over, it was like, you know, 15, 10 seconds to go on the clock and these motherfuckers just walked off the court. Like they got their ass bust and just walked off. They ain't shake nobody's hands or nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, but he so. said he said he said everybody he said that wasn't the only time that ever happened they just got yeah he said he's like in that moment you know he's just like you know it was more of the theatrics of yeah. it all but man no, like, he wasn't you know. really we wasn't thinking about that shit like and then they, they i heard a joe dumar interview this week and he was like yo honestly i shook them niggas hands i didn't it wasn't like a concerted effort like them niggas decided they didn't want to shake hands they didn't want to shake hands it was plenty of teams they didn't shake hands with it was plenty yeah. of games they didn't shake hands that game i shook hands i went to go shake my man hand because i knew that nigga. i was cool with and he, but, uh, like, yeah. But it, I don't know. But it, it was that. And then they used that to kind of, like, you know, they segued into Dennis Rodman, uh, who, who I think, like, you know, in this day and age, man, Dennis Rodman was, you know, like, he pretty much, he honestly, as far as, like, his media personality, I think he was, like, you know, about 20, 30 years too early. Granted, he kind of. 100% the Dennis Rodman of our group. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, you just got to color the hair, man, so. I colored my hair years ago, nigga. You remember? You don't remember? You color your hair? I colored my hair years ago when we was doing LFE. Before I before I started bartending. Oh half yeah. Of my, half my hair like that, nigga. Yeah. yeah so I'm a, I'm I'm ahead of the curve. I've been ahead of this shit. That was so, like four years ago, I think. But anyway. But with Dennis Rodman, I guess the big thing you know they were talking about you know in that last season. You know, tying him into the bad boy Pistons and kind of showing his career. So in that last season when Pippen was pretty much just like, you know, just sitting the weight to get better, Jordan had to lean on Rodman a little bit more to kind of carry them to actually win more games. So essentially when Pippen came back, he was like, all right, Pippen's good. Pippen's back. All right, listen, Phil, I need 48 hours, man. I need, I need to take some time off, man. <laughs> he said, I need some time off. I need I need to just chill and regroup. And motherfuckers looking like, and Jordan's looking at Phil like, nah, dog. You can't let this nigga go, dog. This nigga go, dog. He ain't coming back this season, bro. I'm telling you right now. So he's like, nah, dude, listen, man. I just need to go spend a weekend in Vegas, man. I'll be back. You know what I mean? I'll be good. So yeah. nigga when that is, conversation happened, Rodman was being talked past. This nigga <laughs> said that Jordan never talked to me. This nigga only ever talked about me. Even if I was standing right there, the nigga never talked to me. Well, it's weird because when he talks about their relationship, it was the thing to where – I mean, the door was always open because he said, like, after one – Jordan said after one bad game, uh, Robin actually came to his – came to his hotel room and shit. It was like, yo, man, you got another cigar and shit like that? Because, you know, Jordan smokes cigars and shit. So so he was yeah. like, damn, because he never, he never comes to fuck with me. He's like, all right, cool. So he said he never really apologized and never spoke about it. But he's like, 
I kind of knew that was his way of saying, my bad, I fucked up. You know what I mean? Let's just blend real quick, you know what I mean, and get it together. Because I guess that's one of those things, like, you know, you already know you're already on the fritz, and you the wild nigga in the group. And they, and they were kind of, like, tying in, like, you know, Phil Jackson with, like, Dennis Rodman, like, Phil Jackson saying, like, yeah, I was actually Dennis Rodman back in the day, you know what I mean? Like, you know, when I was a player, I mean, I was fucking around. I was getting fucked up, too, so, you know what I mean? So, for me to get a nigga like this on the team, I completely get this nigga. So, but, yeah. uh, but long yeah. story short, this nigga, you know, this nigga feels like, all right, you know what, man? Fuck it, dog. If you need the weekend, take the weekend. Nigga left the whole week. Oh, shit. So, but they had the footage of it. Like, that nigga was, like, in Vegas and shit like that. Had Carmen Electra out there with him. Was at every party, everywhere. And this nigga came back to practice. And then, like, you know, everybody was upset at pack practice. And Jordan even said it because he was like, yo, it sucks, man, because they'll go kick all of our ass because, man, fucking, like, you know, Dennis is out here fucking around. So they had this thing where they had to run laps and shit like that. So Jordan pretty much just said that, like, yo, man, whenever it comes any time for us to do this shit, just take it easy because it's really about Dennis getting in shape. So let's not kill ourselves just to get this nigga back in shape. But then, like, you know, when they were going through the drills and shit like that, this nigga Dennis was, like, actually kicking all their ass. He was like, damn, this nigga left. I've been drinking and smoking and snorting coke all week, and this nigga came back. I've been balling for real. Shit, all right. This nigga was <laughs> – he was more ready than all of us for real. All right. So, you know, niggas went. Pain is a hell of a drug. Yeah. I actually got a good uh, quote for this. Nikola Tesla. He said, uh, my mother understood human nature better and never chided. She knew that a man cannot be saved from his own foolishness or vice by someone else's efforts or protests, but only by the use of his own will. Yep. Yeah. So, you know, can't fight people. Can't fight people who, who, uh, yeah, just can't fight people. Yeah, you can. I mean, granted, like, you know, people think the way they think, they feel the way they feel. I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to give them space. Just make sure that, yeah. just make sure that you're heard, you know what I mean? And I think it's, if they hear you, then they're going to hear you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and if they and listen, if suck, they take man, it to heart. plenty of other people it. out there, too. Yeah. So, but I guess, yeah. in, you know, if you were the Bulls in that season, <laughs> it's the last nah, it wasn't. it wasn't plenty of other niggas pulling down 30 reeds for you. Yeah. They said this motherfucker was averaging fucking 18 rebounds a game for a season. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. So, work. That's putting in work, nigga. I saw John Collins do that shit one time this year, and I was like, yo, that nigga's a beast. Yeah. Dwight used to be on that shit, though. Dwight was doing like 20 and 20 a game. But he, that was just all athleticism, though. That's just because this nigga was just. That's the boy. Uh, what's his name? That just went to the Cavs from the Pistons. Andre Drummond? Yeah, he twenty. And yeah, 20. I mean he's like that. Uh, DeAndre Jordan, he used to be like that. Uh, yeah, he done with that shit though. So that nigga well, thirteen is five now. Yeah, well that's the team. I mean that nigga went to the Knicks. Honestly, it was really just the, the team. It was the team. But granted, he was getting twenty and twenty playing playing next to Blake Griffin though. Like that's crazy. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. No, he was he was athletic as fuck back then though. That shit yeah. kind of escaped him over the years. Well, yeah, um, but I don't know. We'll see how it, how it ends up on uh, on Brooklyn. I think I think like, you know, for veterans, you know, as a veteran big man, I think he's gonna make some timely defensive efforts and shit like that when these niggas start making runs. If that yeah, if they make yeah, runs, I think so too. Know. I think his uh, I think his uh, his veteran you know experience also comes into play a whole lot for that team. Yeah, but I think like when it, when it comes to big men though, I mean, granted, like you have your heyday when you're young, but. 
because you know i mean you're a lot bigger granted you have a shorter career so it's like almost like like i said this before it's like being a, a running back man like you know yep. you know the, you know it's way more miles on you hot as shit. yeah i mean oh shit saw that yeah is that shit frozen yeah oh damn yeah but um, yep but yeah, anyway. but essentially, like you know, like you know, you you can you can run it while you're young, but essentially your gains are not to change after a lot of after some time. But as, even if you look at a guy like Marcus Saul, right? Like you know, bully ball to the fullest. You know what I mean? Space and pace, bully ball. You know, but look at him now. You know what I mean? He's just a defender, spot up shooter on the outside. Granted, he can still oh, give he's you still a bully. Yeah, he can still, still he can bully. still give you twenty five a game if he needed to. But he knows, like, all right, man, I gotta I gotta lose weight and be ready for the playoffs, so mm-hmm. so I can bust the ass then. So. Yeah, he'd be defending hard as shit, too. I can't take that from him. Yeah. He'd be but that's the thing, though. But, like, honestly, man, like, man, the Gasol brothers might, like, might be – they might be, like, black on the low, though, because these niggas, man, like, they play <laughs> – They play dirty. Play, well, they play dirty, but then also, like, the way they age, man. Like, they don't, they don't age like other motherfuckers, man. Like, they – it's, it's got to be something about that European shit, niggas playing soccer and shit like that. Like, niggas out here just running until they, like, 42. I think this nigga Pau Gasol is still in the league right now, so. Yeah, he's still in the league. He's yeah. still fucking, he's still a Raptor, dog. Yeah. Well, nah, this is Mark Gasol. I'm talking about Pau, his oh. old brother. Oh, no, nah, he ain't in the league. Really? I don't think he's in the I league. I thought he was. I thought he was. He I mean, because I know he was with the Spurs last season. Uh, but I don't know. I used, I used to always fuck with Pau Gasol back when, even when he was on the Grizzlies. Nah, I heard this nigga was. Funny how the Lakers traded that nigga for his brother. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's on the Blazers. This nigga's a blazer. <laughs> yeah. Is he playing? Do he get he get minutes? <laughs> Five. <laughs> so. Damn. <laughs> All right. Oh uh, shit. That's Actually, cool. this nigga was on Milwaukee this season. Actually, nah, hold on. This is power. No, nah, Mark was actually on Milwaukee. Hurt. Yeah, nah, he's actually on Milwaukee this season. Granted, I think he only played three games. He played three games, so he yeah. probably only. Oh man. Ten minutes so he's not. He's not, he not playing, playing. I mean, well, not because they got the they got the twin brothers now and shit like that. So I think they still got him on the roster, but it's just I think it's if one of the Lopez twins goes down, it's just like all right, dog. You, you feel he's in, a backup you know for a Lopez. Yeah, that's funny as fuck. But that's funny though, because I mean that that whole concept though, having twin brothers on the team, man. Like that's that's like almost yeah. like having the, the same nigga on. <laughs> you know, especially what I mean? when his game, like their games, is really that similar too. Like yeah. I mean, their well, their game is completely different, kinda, but their their uh their their output is really, really similar. Yeah, well Robin's pretty much. Rob Robin's more like a defense, interior defense, uh mm-hmm. inside scoring. Yeah. You know, Brooke was more of like Brooke a finesse scorer and he's got more of an outside shot. So but Robin's actually got a shot now. Oh so Robin's got just, a shot now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just funny having those two. I mean, one of them cut the hair, and you pretty much swapping one for the other uh, throughout the game. But just imagine if you had the Morris twins on the same team too. That'd be pretty lit. No, that's just weird. <laughs> like I don't even trust twins, yo. I think, like, especially when twins look alike, man. Fuck that. Especially when they get older and shit. Like they thirty and they still dressing the same. That shit weird, bro. I don't trust them niggas. But uh, did you hear about Andy Reid, yo? Nah, what's up with him? This nigga's moving football to the next fucking chapter, baby. What does that mean? This nigga, this nigga cut his fucking punter of 15 years, Justin Colquitt, mm-hmm. and did not get another punter. 
What? They're going for it on fourth down, my nigga. Every time. Really? Yes, bro. Shout no, out. They, they got. They got. Did he Brady, say? Bro. Did he specifically like? Did he say that like explicitly? Like, yo. We'll this has been reported. Before. This has been reported. I got this shit from Nick Wright, and I heard it backed up in an article from. Give me one second, cause I gotta find that shit. Damn, dog. Four, yeah, four, dog. Four. So niggas, niggas just really just turning the fucking NFL to Madden for real, man. Nigga, think about it. Like, if there's no uh, first off, there's no punting in fucking uh, XFL, and I don't think there's punting in those arena football leagues either. So. And and plus on top of that, it's like mad niggas get like a whole bunch of fucking uh. I always forget these words when I need them, but a whole bunch of niggas get uh shits in their heads from them Jones. What's this shit called? Bro? You mean concussions? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah man. Shits yeah. in their heads. So I dig that though. I mean, so damn. But yeah, I mean, isn't that how fucking what's the name got fucked up? Uh, Terry Crews and shit. Cause uh, he was actually in the league for a bit, and he said he used to be special teams. And he said like after like a second, third game, he fucking like was on a fucking, I think it was like a kick kickoff and shit like that. And nigga got his fucking bell rung, and like just got cut. I was like, damn. So. No, I actually saw like a uh, some some statistics that said that that's the boat like the biggest concussion play. That's where niggas get them because they get all that momentum from running all the way down the field rather than just starting right in front of a nigga. You know yeah, I mean? well, that's the thing because because a lot of them motherfuckers like they get they get heady and just don't want to call fair catch and it's just like come on dog like this nigga literally has been like sprinting for like thirty yards towards you right now you know what I mean like you better <laughs> you better keep it moving you know like you better just call fair catch so but I even think I even think the defender he's not even really trying to go at it because I, I mean because at the end of the day. It, those hits work both ways, you know what I mean? So, like, you could fuck him up, but, like, man, you know, it's kind of like just, just you know, punching the shit out of somebody really hard. Like, you could fuck around and break your fucking wrist at the same time, too, you know what I mean? So, but yeah, that, that's going to be pretty cool, though. I mean, but the at this point now, though, when I'm looking at the Chiefs, man, these niggas, it's almost not fair, man. But I guess, like, anybody ha- really has a shot, but... That that offense, man, is just fucking ridiculous, man. Because the the only ones that kind of run the same game are the Saints, and the Saints they have a little bit more of a dynamic because they have uh, Taysom Hill. Oddly enough, what kind of it makes them good, but also holds them back is having Drew Brees because Drew Brees is an older dude. He's not really as mobile, but that nigga can fucking like you know he can sling that shit anywhere. You know what I mean? So he's still got going to be interesting. Yeah. Another year or two in him. Yeah. Well, you know they picked up uh, Jameis Winston, right? So he's the backup. Yeah, I did hear that. I did hear that. He's their new bridge water. So that's interesting. Uh, it's funny because he is really exciting to watch, man. Because thirty and thirty, man, you can't get over that, man. And still five thousand yards with thirty interceptions. You know what I mean? But you know, I guess you you give away thirty, you give away the ball thirty times. You're probably getting, you know, you're probably giving away at least 15 touchdowns and 15 scores on that shit too. So that's why I feel like he should be a cowboy, man. Because that's the <laughs> team they don't care about winning; they just want to make good TV, and that's all he's yeah. good for. So fuck it, like you don't need to win; just make good TV, baby. Yeah, I mean, on the Cowboys, that'd be great. Nah, fuck that. 
Fuck Cowboys. <laughs> Why you hate the Cowboys? Because, man, the niggas, well, I hate them because they good. Especially, like, they really good this season. But then again. They're not good, though. They just got talent, bro. Yeah, they got They're talent. They're not good. They're man, not good. They geared the fuck see. up this season, though. Nigga, they got so? a new coach. Yeah, they got a new Super Bowl coach. They got a brand new motherfucking receiver. They got a couple. <laughs> Yo. See, they, they, it'll be an epic bomb. This is an epic bomb and shit like that this season. So. Yeah, they just going, yeah, they're going to try even less this season. Yeah. yeah. That's all. They're going to still come out. They're going to they come, come out 10 and 6. Matter of fact, it's an extra game now, ain't it? Uh, That starts this season? Is it a regular season? Yeah, I mean, it starts Yeah, it starts the season. But is it a regular season game or is it an extra uh, round in the playoffs? Uh, I think it's both? a regular season game. I think they took away a, play, a preseason. They they got rid of a preseason game they, and just added so another switched. game. Yeah. All right, cool. So, yeah, them niggas so, are going to be them niggas gonna be 9 and 7. So, you said 9 and 7? Yeah, Cowboys. 9 and 7. 10 and 6. Mm, Tops. Well, no. I don't know. I honestly, I got the niggas probably finishing more, somewhere more around five hundred. So, eight and eight. Well, you, don't even you see know nine what? Seven? Nah, you know what? Yeah, because I think the Giants, the Giants might actually be somewhat better this season. Nah, no, nah, they know got the, the Cowboys fuck. coach, nigga. Fuck that. Yeah. Well, they got that, and then they 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 got a fucking special teams coach as their their head coach, which is yeah, fucking. nigga. And and then on top of that, like, who's their who's their uh who's their quarterback? Uh, Danny Dimes. No, get out of yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. Nick Wright called that nigga the most fumbling, this fumbler he ever seen fumble the ball in his life. Who, Danny Dimes? Yeah. Damn. I mean, that's that's funny. I mean, that's that's a it's a little early to make that assertion. You know what I mean? But you know. I mean, you can. What you mean? It's the whole season. You seen the whole season? I guess, but I mean, but I, I, I ain't see the tape. But I don't know. I don't know if that nigga had like epic fumbles like that. You know what I mean? But. I mean, I, that nigga ain't no, Mar- ain't no no Mark Sanchez level type shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah, but Mark Sanchez had a whole lot more time to make a whole lot of mistakes, baby. <sighs> you gotta give yeah, niggas man. a chance, you know. <laughs> give niggas a chance to make a mistake. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I know that marketing thing would have been a good look, though, man. Mark Sanchez, man, because you know, like the NFL's been trying to get into Mexico for a minute. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it it'd have been crazy. But uh. I'm not finding his fumbles, but he's definitely 24 and 12, nigga, with interceptions. TD interceptions. 24 and 12 interceptions on the first yeah. rookie season. Yeah, not bad. How many yards was it? Like uh, like 3,600 or whatever. 3,000. 3,000. Right 3, yeah. Or three. Oh, that's not too bad yeah. for a rookie season. Right now, I don't think yeah. he really has anybody. He, he doesn't really have anybody to really throw to right now. Uh, the tight end situation is a little weird. Uh, I don't the know. Ball, uh, the boy Evan Ingram, I think he's pretty good. They're tight end. So they got that, and then he got a uh, the running back. So, but yeah, I, I think I think for at least for our division, I don't see Washington. They they're gonna probably be a pest, but I think the, the now I'm thinking about the Cowboys schedule. I know they're gonna split it at least with all the teams. <clears throat> I don't know if we could take them twice this season. We'll see how that turns out. But nigga, you are doing a whole lot of predicting and forecasting without even mentioning nothing about the Eagles. Hmm? No, I, I mean that's something I'm, whole... I'm thinking I'm thinking about even the Eagles, like, yo, man, like just with the division. I, I think know you're breaking split. down you breaking down all of these niggas' schedules just to break down our schedules. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it's a I whole mean, new it, level of fucking football IQ right there. Go ahead. Yeah, dog, Go ahead. you got it, man. The competition is just as important as, you know what I mean, as you, you know what I mean? Because if they down. Yeah, but I know these niggas to be consistently trash. And if they're not trash enough, then I always got the Redskins to depend on. So, <laughs> I mean, you know. Uh, but the Redskins going to be a pain, especially the dude they uh, the dude they drafted, man. So Who they pick up? They got uh, Chase Young, so. Oh, Defense shit, ends, really? Like, yeah, so. That's gonna be a problem for us, is you know. Yeah, but they still they still trying Haskins out there though, so I'm not worried, nigga. Yeah. My boy, man, I don't know. You feel like you feel about him? How you feel about Dan, Danny Dimes? You feel like he got a uh, good potential based on what he did this year? I don't know. I I don't. I'm not a fan so far, but I don't know. It's, I don't think your first season is really a good good clear cut tape on what you can and can be. Especially when you're playing, like, I don't know. Like, with the Redskins, I mean, their approach to each season, at least the past, like, three, four seasons, mm-hmm. has been more or less like, okay, yeah, this is just a – not necessarily like a tank season or a wash season, but we know we ain't going to get it. But, you know, we're going to try to make something. Kind of the same thing that they did with uh, – I don't think Jay Gruden with the, was with the tanking last year. Hmm? You don't I think don't think Jay Gruden was tanking last year. I mean, but they knew they weren't winning. I think I they, they was just fucking trash. I think that's what it came down to. Yeah, I mean, you knew these niggas weren't making the playoffs, and I think these niggas oh, knew absolutely. they weren't making the playoffs either. You know what I mean? So Yeah, but, I mean, it's, it's pretty much well known that you can't tank in football. Like, it's too physical and it's too difficult. Like, you can't go out there on the field and not give it your all because you'll fuck around and get hurt. Yeah. Well, Miami oh. tried that shit this past season. I mean, no, they, tra- they traded all their talent, actually. <laughs> And that was about all they could do because halfway through the season, them niggas had no choice but to come alive. That really uh, but, they, but they still got Tua. At least, yeah. hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, lucky stripes that you were only uh, drinking water, my nigga. Yeah, that would have been terrible. Yeah. I've done yeah, that shit with whiskey before, nigga. <laughs> and just have Man. to sit there and do this like a bitch. That's all you can do. And shit like that. Disinfect your eye and shit. Oh, man. Yeah. But, um... Did you hear about Roger Goodell suspending the salary for this uh for this coronavirus shit? Suspending the player's salary? No, his own. His own. His own salary? Yeah. I mean, he'd be all right. That's cool. That's 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 gracious of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean the nigga so, make 40 mil a year. I mean that's that's great. That's gracious of him. Oh yeah, you know. Oh, 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 I won't make it this other like, you know, three million this year. You know what I mean? I already got, you know, I already got a rank that ranked in already, man. See, I mean, so it's cool. That's yeah. almost as bad as uh not to get too close. I'm not commuting. Yeah. But uh, Donald Trump and shit like that, like, they say, like, oh, man, like, yeah, man, he's so nice, man. He's giving up his $400,000 salary, you know what I mean, as president. I'm like, yo, this nigga pulls in nine figures a year. You really think that's that 400000 That is a drop in a bucket. Yeah, I was that like, shit this is nigga, crazy. This nigga pulling 90 a year, dog. You really think. Uh, that nigga spent, like, 20, 30 million just to become president. <laughs> what the fuck they talking about 400000 for? That's so, crazy. It was like, yeah, but it's an annual salary. It's a good chunk of money. I was like, it's relative. Look how, you know what I mean? So Roger Goodell not taking a, not taking the salary this season. That's that's kind of a thing where it's just like, you know, and a lot of the Roger Goodell haters are like, man, maybe you could probably take a, not take a salary more, you know, more permanently. You know what I mean? Because, but then again, I don't know. Roger Goodell, he's, he's been dealt a, a pretty interesting hand as a fucking as a commissioner, you know what I mean? He's had to deal with a whole bunch of shit. It's a lot of shit's been kind of thrust on his lap that I don't think he necessarily thought he would necessarily need to deal with, you know, particularly. You don't think he's still a slave driver, though, despite all that? Mm, well, 
at the end of the day, he works for the owners. So I don't know if he's necessarily driving the players. I really feel the like owners, he would, nigga, the owners, the owners are the fucking teams themselves. I, I feel I, I feel like the league should be a lot more player centric. I think he should be it should definitely be be geared to be a lot more, I don't know, more player driven. It's weird though, because I feel like with this past collective bargaining, like they negotiated this shit quick. Like I thought we were gonna have a lockout. Like I thought niggas were actually gonna take it to the limit. You know what I mean? Like I feel like these bitches, sorry, I don't mean I don't wanna do that. But that's because these bulls didn't put up a fight, though. Like, yeah, I really that shit really made me angry. And then I realized that I was getting angry about trying to advocate for somebody who wasn't going to advocate for themselves. So, yeah. man, these bulls just chose money. You bring money to the table and say, all right, well, you want to get paid more? And they just want to say, yeah. Yeah, but I'm like, damn, dog. Like, and that's the funny thing, because you show niggas, like, all right, this is how much you could get. This is how much <laughs> you get. This is how much they're going to give you. This is how much you could get. It's probably how much you should take. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but it's weird because the I feel like they was telling them niggas they was gonna pay them all two hundred thousand for the next game. No, but I mean, I even, but I think even outside of just the salary type of things, like obviously you got the guarantees and shit like that. I'm thinking even in terms of just medical care and shit like that, practicing. Like I'm thinking like all the You're other like what, as far as for the CBA and the things that they should have been. Yeah, yeah, those things. There, I'm thinking like just. Oh things no, that absolutely. Have, I think I mean? that I think that long-term healthcare was the the most important thing that they should have been fighting for because the yeah. you know how the healthcare works. So they can't even use that shit. Like, all right, with the all right, so I could be I could be fucking this all up, but this is from what I've heard. Uh, in baseball, you can literally play one game, and then you're you're on the union. You get health care, and then they have health care for the rest of their life. Uh, in football, you have to get your health care. Your health care don't kick in until being five years after retired, I believe. And then even after that, it only lasts for a certain number of years, like five years or some shit like that. And I've heard that explained from a retired football player. Yeah. So because them niggas is so concerned, they're not concerned about health care because they millionaires most of them when they retire. Yeah, and then five years after they retire, then their healthcare is when it kicks in. But that's cool and all. But when you about fifty, because half of them retire at thirty, thirty-five, when you are about fifty is when you really, really need it, and then the yeah. shit's over by then. So yeah. they really should be fucking trying to get uh, lifetime healthcare. That's what they should yeah. be arguing about. I mean, I think that's that's definitely one of those things. Uh, that... That's the highest contact sport with the most injuries. In the most instances of concussion, like that, and, I, and that's the thing, and that's the crazy thing, because I'm like, why, why isn't this included? You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, any problem you're probably gonna have in the long term uh, is gonna probably due to your time in the league, especially like with all the drugs they pump you with. You know what I mean? All the long term fucking effects of that shit, and then just like you know, just playing any knee issues. And I mean, you may be good now. Yeah, I but, forgot you know, about you, that, like the cortisone and all of that shit. Yeah, all these shots and shit like that, man. Like, you know, like, uh, I, did you listen to the whole uh, All the Smoke with uh, Draymond on there? You were talking about, like, they, they had this pill. I mean, not even this pill. It's this shot that they give you to where, like, any pain you feel, you know what I mean? Like, you can. It's gone. Yeah, it's, yeah, you you play with it, it's gone. You don't, yeah, you don't feel it for two days, but once you come down yeah, off that shit. You, yeah, that's, I, I think that that's what they're talking about, but. I know I've seen plenty of football games where niggas is like, yep, yeah, it looks like you took the shot. Like, motherfuckers is literally commenting on the game saying that shit. Commentating on the game saying that shit. Yeah, but, so, I mean, so I'm thinking, like, even in that, like, you know. So, I guess terrible. it's even a question, like, you know, 20 years from now, do you think there's still a football? 
Now, I mean, based on all this shit, I don't even know if there's still schools and all that other shit we just talked about. So. <laughs> yeah, we don't even know if not. Well, who the fuck knows, bro? Apparently, they're trying to get back to school. Apparently, school is supposed to, in California, they're thinking about starting schools in fucking July and shit. So. I, oh, man. It's, it's, like, I, I, get, I do get stressed out when I think about, like, the possibility of never being able to gather again. I don't think that's not, that's not going to happen, dog. Honestly, I, th- I really feel like it's going to get to a certain point that where motherfuckers are just going to say, fuck it, and just... Get off the grid. If I get not, not even get off the grid, it's like, man, if you get it, you get it. Like, you know, and I think they, that's how I feel. I feel like this is going to have to be survival of the fittest after a while. Yeah, because I think, I th- well, you already kind of see it. People are getting antsy. So it's going to be at a certain point to where people are going to take precautions that they can. But at to a certain degree, it's going to get to the point where it's just like, man, fuck it, man. If I, I'm going to try not to get it. Hopefully we don't get it. But I mean, if you get it, you get it. You know what I mean? And it just yeah. is what it is. And then, like, you know, 20 years from now, you know what I mean? We're going to have the super corona. And that shit really going to be killing niggas, you know what I mean? And, you know. Yeah. Then you're going to have to even. You know, so instead of, like, you know, 5 to 1% oh, of people, it's going to be taking out, like, 20% of people that get it. And, you know, you just have to figure it out. We'll be all walking around in spacesuits and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But even if they, even if they, even if this disease doesn't come back bigger and stronger based on evolution and all of that shit, they'll just make another one. So it's cool. Yeah. It's the world. It's just the world. Well, let's brighten it up a little bit, man. Let's talk about Drake. Okay. Should we talk about whether or not he's better than Tupac first, or should we talk about his mixtape first? Uh, all right. Before we get into that, let me just pause. I gotta take a piss. All right. Go ahead. All right. Since this nigga E ain't here, I'm gonna go ahead and talk. I ain't gonna waste none of my motherfucking content that I want to save for when this nigga get back, though. So, I'm going to just go and, like, see if I can find some of this stuff that I ain't said from, like, other podcasts and stuff. Uh, I told E, I don't know if I told him, but I was supposed to tell him to start a fucking goat poll or start a poll on his Twitter. Start asking people questions and shit. Because it's certain stuff I want to be asking people. Um, I guess if y'all get a chance, man, send me some questions that I want to ask people. Like, yeah, nigga. Yes, send me questions I want to ask people. Because I'm thinking to myself, right? I want to ask a whole bunch of people, like, questions because I want to be able to harness the knowledge. I want to be able to harness the power of the knowledge. And I want to be able to engage with you beautiful folks. But at the end of the day, like, I can't think of nothing too much more, you know. Almost eight. Yeah, fuck it. I guess I'll just wait for these things to come naturally. You good, dog? You good? Yeah, I'm good. good. Yeah, yeah. Alright, yeah, you interrupted me. You interrupted me. I was talking to the fucking audience and shit. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. That's my shit over. Yeah, (laughs) but anyway, uh, yeah, yo, so that's between me and y'all, all all right? So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, where did you want to go? Alright, man, so let's let's, let's, uh, review this album real quick and shit like that, you know what I mean? Dark Lane Demo Tapes. Uh, What's it called again? What's it called again? Dark Lane Demo Tapes. D-L-D-T. E-L-D-T. We don't got the fucking sound effects, but we're going to get them bitches soon. Watch. Y'all niggas going to shit y'all pants when y'all hear all my fucking sound effects. Um, yeah. So, I love the barge. How you want to start this off, man? How you want to do it? Because I know me, I just, I sit down and I, I, I'll be like, all right, deep pocket. Deep, the beat was hot. Um. A lot of nice little punchlines and shit. Uh, this nigga, he raps like 
they're his raps are effortlessly fire at this point. Um, yeah. And he be coming at motherfuckers. I don't know who the fuck he be coming at all the time. It's, it's, it's like, like everybody, every, everybody and nobody at the same time. I'm like, damn, This nigga dog. is fighting demons and ghosts and shit all day <laughs> long. Uh, and it's funny because that wasn't even my point for this track. That was a point I was going to make on another track. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. Uh, let me say, last thing I got to say about Deep Pocket. Um, niggas already knew he was hot. So I'm not surprised when he rap. I've never been really a fan of his rapping, but I'm not surprised when he rapping, he kills some shit. So if y'all if y'all feel like I got the angle that I'm kind of hating half the time, and I'm not. It's just more so that I, I take it as a given that he's already hot. Um, go ahead, e. how you feel about Deep Pocket? Uh, Deep Pockets definitely was a great intro. Uh, had fun his with pockets were like so said. deep, he can't even find his phone, nigga. <laughs> no, I can't find my phone. <laughs> so I, I think you know just the cleverness with it. I think the flow that he took on that though was like kind of like reminiscent of uh, you know like that little brother shit. What was it the little brother like Fonty and Night Wonder and these niggas and shit? Yeah, it's just funny kind of seeing like brother. yeah. But uh, out of here, nigga. But uh, yeah. So kind of just seeing him take that that approach. Uh, that boom bap rap flow and shit like that, you know what I mean? But still getting it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's weird because you kind of see he can he can have fun with the like what's going on now, but he can still kind of get back in his pocket to like what the sound was ten years ago, and he still like is like kind of perfected his. Do you think the sound has even really changed that much from ten years ago? Mm, not well. I'd say it flushed out, but you know what I mean. Like you know, a lot of guys like you know pretty formulaic with the sound. You know the trends, you know what I mean. So, granted, yeah. he's a like I, I think he's, I he's, think he's a center and chaser at the same time. Ago. Yeah, What's up? definitely. I was, I was saying I think that the trend started about ten years ago, and I think that now niggas is just really kind of doing that, just you know, uh, a little better than they was before. But even yeah. you can still even find like examples of like maybe an old Drake song or an old Kanye song or even an old Pharrell song where it's like, oh, okay, niggas, was, yeah, niggas was getting it back then too. Kind of how niggas yeah. getting it now. You know, but yeah, my bad. I ain't mean to jump in on you. No, nah, it was cool, but Deep Pockets, I mean, it's, it was a good intro. I mean, who is this? And like you said, you never really know. Uh, but it's funny because, you know, I feel like, you know, Drake's in this moment to where he's like in the best and worst version of himself, but he's like, you know, he's 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 with it and he's like fully committed to it. You know what I mean? He's like, fuck it. Let's just yeah, he's it. doubled down. He doubled down. You know I mean? He's all the way in on it. So, yeah, he definitely has a sense of self awareness that I can respect in a man. Let alone an artist or a celebrity, but in a man, I can respect that shit. Uh, this nigga said, pyramid schemes like the Egyptians back when hotlines were flipping. Now I'm damn, seeing off the hotlines blending. <laughs> nigga, two, two, three weeks ago when I saw that, uh, when I saw him with the shit on fucking Instagram, I wish I'd have been able to have been clever enough to be like, like the Egyptians. Yeah, pyramids yeah. like Egyptians. But it's funny because like even throughout this project. <laughs> a lot of the shit that he was saying was like low key pertinent to this this time and shit like that. Like he had yeah, one bar on one track. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Well, how, you got one to say one? How you feel about one to say one? One to say when? Yo, that nigga yeah. was ferocious on that job, bro. Yo, he was he, coming at somebody hard. Yo, he, yo, he, to, yo, he toasted niggas on that track. Dog. I was like, wow. on a song cry beat. On a song. I know, cry dog. Beat. I'm like, I'm like, damn. Am dog, I missing niggas. something, yo? Like, who is who the fuck is he talking? About? I know he just pieced up with Puff. And I know he can't be talking about Jay. He can't be talking about me, but then it's funny because it's just like, damn, dog, it's just like, who, what, when, and why, you know what I mean? It's just, I mean, granted, 
I guess this is just fodder for the blogs to kind of like, you know, just pick apart to see like, all right, he's probably talking about this person here and stuff like that. But it's weird, you know, it's just, but he was, he was toasting things. I mean, granted, he addressed the game. He said, yeah. man, he had a couple hits, you know what I mean? They could do it again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, come and see a nigga who you think on <laughs> some shit like that, man. And he's like, like, like man, man, I got your girl on the second floor. <laughs> and not because I'm not, oh, man. He's yeah. like, not because, man, she fucking, oh, man. Not because I do it better, because, nigga, because you insecure. <laughs> I'm like, damn, nigga. I'm like, yo, this is, he barred niggas up in this track, man. Like, That's wild. I ain't even hear that bar. That's crazy. That's crazy. I've been there. Yeah, he said, That's I got crazy. your girl on the second floor begging me to put it in. It's not because of all the money or what that you wouldn't spend. It's because I set it up and it's because I set it up and try to get it's not because I set it up to try to get revenge because you niggas are poor. You niggas are insecure. You ain't made men. Because <laughs> even though you hate me, we I'm stay friends. Cause you niggas never learn to say when. <laughs> I'm like, damn. Damn, oh, man. That sound personal as shit. Yeah, Dang dog. Me. I mean, uh, that don't sound like a ghost or a demon. That sounds like a person. Yeah, dog. This nigga is going for the juggler. I mean, whoever that's for, man, shit. R.I.P. I mean, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Because you see, it, you see a push there to that nigga. Yeah, but I mean, that's the thing. I, 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 but that's another thing with that, too, man. I felt like he should have given that same energy to push. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, dog. I mean, I guess that's, that's where all this is coming from because. You know, I guess yeah. he's not trying to, he's he not trying to no give chances that. no more. Yeah, but I'm like, damn, dog. I mean, like, yo, if you, you toast the niggas like that, man, I mean, what was that shit two years ago, man? Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what niggas wanted. I mean, had, had you came out, had he came out with some shit this level like that for push? I mean. Yeah, it had been over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it would have been over. You, the, he, I think he still would have lost, but I think it's still yeah, but, hey, he, like. It would have, he'd have put up a bet, like, it'd have been like, all right, damn, nigga, all right, cool. Yeah, you, you yeah. lost on that one, but you got one off on that nigga, you know what I mean? So, you won, exactly. you, know I mean? you lost by decision, that nigga ain't knocked you out, you know what I mean? So And then, even in this area, like, you can get away with just saying, like, yo, that nigga is fucking all cap. Like, I mean, that nigga, you, my bad, I fucked that all up. Even in this era, you can get away with saying, yeah, I fucked that nigga bitch and all of this other shit. You can say whatever the fuck you want. If it sound hard, it's going to go. So Drake could have used these same exact bars for a nigga like Push, and we'd have been like, damn, he roasting him. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, you're right about that. You're right about that. Uh, that Chicago freestyle, that shit went fucking hard, yo. Yeah, that shit was that As soon shit. as that shit came on, I was like, yup. Yeah. That, like, that, yeah. that hook was dope, man. Sample on the keys and shit. Like, that shit was... Yeah. When he said 2017, I started that shit over. I was like, oh, yeah, let's hear this again. That boy Giveon hard, too. I got to go see the type of shit that nigga be talking about. Um, Every line I could relate to. Well, sorry, every line I couldn't relate to. I couldn't relate (laughs) to not one line in that song. But that's the people shit love. People love to flex, yo. People love to fucking flex. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I think think that's the thing. Like, it's weird. I I was, like, talking to a girl about this. I was saying, like, yo, Drake, man, is like, he really did it. She was like, yeah, I mean, I guess he found out who he wanted to be and then like you know he was in it he really did what then, well i mean essentially like you know he kind of started off rapping made up this persona and i guess the persona kind of preceded him and i guess even now he kind of still deals with like oh yeah 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 no, projecting his persona i was thinking like, about that how his fucking lifestyle feeds his content and his content feeds his lifestyle yeah it's a it's a cycle it's cyclical now yeah. now now it's just like it's beautiful i love it yeah. he's found that balance it's good for him but it's probably gonna kill his ass 
Um, I hope it don't. I hope it don't. But yeah. I know I know enough about girls to know that it's probably gonna kill us. It's gonna be crazy. Yeah. But it's just funny, kind of just seeing it go go in that direction. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Chicago freestyle. I mean, that's just is beautiful. I mean, it's cool you get to hear the whole thing because remember you had like the video for it, but it seems like some parts are actually cut out of it. But now, it's no. Just so like, the thing is, I want to say I gotta say to the fucking the audience, uh, I have never listened to a Drake album before, so I was definitely nervous going into this shit. So <laughs> I'm saying nervous usually. Yeah, yeah, just because, you know, if, if all these motherfuckers are doing something, I usually prefer to not do that. I usually yeah. prefer to do the alternative. So even if I did assume that I was going to listen to it, I wouldn't listen to it the fucking couple days after it came out or the day it came out. You know what I mean? But I did this shit for y'all niggas. Uh, bitches. So, yeah. That, so with that said, like, nah, I didn't know. I didn't know that he dropped a piece of Chicago freestyle or whatever. But that shit was hard, though. That was the best track. That was the best track uh, up until that point, even though it was on the third track. Yeah. And then we get into, uh, what was this here? Not, not you too. Not, yeah, not you too. Yeah. Uh, that was that party shit. That's that party shit. That party next door shit. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> a fucking party song. I'm pretty sure, like, that joint was that was the joint featuring Chris too, right? Chris Brown too, yeah. All right, so it's funny this nigga said first time in a long time hurting deeply inside. This nigga, that's a <laughs> come on, bro. I'm like, yo, I'm like, yo, I heard. I'm like, wow, really? I'm like, damn, Drake. Like, Dog, even when that that joint when the beat dropped and it was like about to be Chris and you thought it was going to be Chris so hard, I swear to God, there was party vocals right there. And then <laughs> the little Chris ad lib dropped them, and then Drake starts spitting again. I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, thanks for the fucking ad libs, Chris. Yeah, that was kind of cool. But it's funny just those two getting on together because you know it's funny because Drake definitely in his toxic bag on this shit. But that's the thing; he's doubled down. He's committed to it. He's just like, Fuck yeah, it, he's man. in there now. He's yeah. in there. I mean, I hate it, but you know it is what it is. Fucking yeah. celebrities taking all types of various pills. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, yeah, Zyre my bad. Oh no, yeah, oh, oh yeah. Oh, well, yeah, no, we got was, Tootsie Slide, but, you know, I mean, I, you know. I, I was just going to say, the last thing I was going to say about Not You Too was that shit really was flirting with being hot. <laughs> and it started, like, popping when it started to fade out. That shit really started popping when it faded out. But, yeah, I, th I think that one was more for, for the fact, I mean, I think, you know, it's weird because I even noticed, like, even, like, what Cardi does with some of his music, like, a lot of times they make a lot of this shit just flips, you know what I mean? So, it's... Yeah, I mean, he teased Chris on the shit. Why would you yeah. tease Chris? Like, and then just, I'm pretty yeah, sure not, Chris did a whole fucking, you know how Chris is. Chris probably did three whole songs for that nigga. Yeah. Chris dropped a 37-track album. So, you know this nigga probably gave. <laughs> I mean, he like, probably oh, had three verse, three verses, a hook, two bridges, and everything. That's just what like, I'm saying. Yeah. All on the same beat and was like, yo, just use whatever you like out of that. And this nigga <laughs> used the ad libs just to fucking yeah. shit on him. <laughs> um, but yeah, Tissy Slide, Tissy Slide. Um, this was my first time hearing this. People probably don't believe that, but it literally was my first time hearing this. Um, this John was a super reach, in my opinion. I feel like he was just trying too hard. Uh, don't yeah, get me wrong, I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad at all. And he even said Matt Hart shit in that John. But yeah. I just feel like he was trying too hard. It was like, come on, dog, please. Don't. Well, I think I think he was going to try to get like a TikTok John or some shit like that, man. Granted, like when this came when, when he when it came out, you know, he was trying to get people to do the dance, had LeBron and his family doing the dance and shit like that. So I mean, yeah, it was it was magic. Something. It was something made to go to go viral. I mean, I, I like the lo-fi nature, like how it sounds and everything like that. So 
I mean, it's <laughs> it's weird because the biggest nigga's trying to make a lo-fi, <laughs> lo-fi viral albums track and shit like that. But I, it's, it's it, I see it. I mean, why not? He always I mean, it's on a mixtape. It's on a throwaway job. He always been digging in the peripheral and the margins and the crevices and shit to find his uh his his flavor his his his, his uh his sauce. He always mm-hmm. been doing that. Uh, we'll talk about that later when he just goes to UK and just doesn't fucking leave. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, my bad. What was you saying though? Uh, nah, we we go to the next track. Uh, Desires by Over Future. Yo, uh, it was so fucking refreshing to hear Young Thug's voice, bro. <laughs> at this point in the album. Really? Yeah. Well, was Future was Future on this track? Oh no, no, no. D4L. That's D4L. No, that was D4L. My bad. Back to Desires. Yeah. Back to Desires. No, I really, I really enjoyed Desires. I heard Desires before, but it was a good melody. That was a good melody. Yeah. Well honestly, man, Drake and Future, man. That, that's like a the odd couple was a great match with those two, man. It's, yeah. But I like the fact that this beat sounded like the rest of the project too. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, I mean, there was a lot of continuity with this. Like, it's a mixtape. It's a mixtape, a a throwaway tracks, but it's a lot of continuity with a lot of this shit. You know what I mean? It's just funny. I think that's just his sound, bro. Yeah. But yeah, that is a good combination. Those two, I mean, did you listen to uh, What a Time to Be Alive? Hell no. Yeah. Yeah, give him one listen. You'd be surprised how many tracks you heard from it already. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm sure I've heard at least five. But yeah, man, fucking this joint was all right though. I wasn't mad at it. Like I said, I had a real good melody. Um, it actually <laughs> sounded better on the album it, this time. Yeah, interesting. Interesting message <laughs> it was hilarious. You know what I mean? Oh, uh, what was it? <laughs> no, I mean I guess you. Oh know, yeah, yeah. I should have hid you away because you got desires. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny because you know, like that talk. You know, because Drake is, you know. You know they've been they they've, they've been coming for him, man, on Twitter, man. For like you know you know they've been saying like you know Drake is like you know be grooming chicks and shit like that. So you know I mean two movement is like on his ass. So it's just funny with him you know making tracks like this, kind of flirting with you know what I mean death. It's just weird. Like I feel like with tracks like these, I feel like every cycle is gonna come around. I think something like I don't know if it'll actually stick, but you know what I mean. It's like you know. You can see how it could be R. Kelly-ish and shit like that. You know what I mean? I was about to jump in and say, you saying Drake is a new R. Kelly? No, he's not. He's not. He's not. But, you know what I mean? Niggas reach, man. So, and he's, okay. black. he's black. He's black enough for them to try to do that to him. You know what I mean? So Niggas reaching like Tussie Slot? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't think he's that black. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Tom Flies. Uh, first time I listened to this, I didn't think one thought about it at all. It just kind of went in one ear and out the other. Yeah, I didn't really. I just had to Google Javelin because I didn't get it. I didn't get how he used it. He said his heart is still Javelin. Or I don't know if that's what he said, but it sounds mad, really, sound mad generic at the end of the day. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's definitely like kind of catered to like, you know, the lady artists. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. I really I mean, enjoyed it, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I really enjoyed it, though. Um, you know. Melodically, this is there. I mean, it's, it's it's fun. I mean, it's just... Yeah. But I think just, this is more of his back, background. Yeah. Background, ambient, ambiance type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you got your incense burning and shit like that. Sure, you're about to come over and shit like that. You know, sipping on your uh, 1942. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was doing his best Drake. You know he mean? was doing his best Drake on him. <laughs> so, but that, that was that. TT. Two turn. It was cute. I don't know. I liked it. Uh, Landed. <laughs> <laughs> I've been pop twisting, whipping, pushing on another rhythm. Yo, this shit, this, this yo, shit, yo. I actually had to run this shit back twice, dog. No, when he said that, you talking about landed or you talking about uh? Yeah, yeah, landed, yo. Like honestly, no, landed was hard. Landed was so. Yeah, hard. He, yo, he had a lot of fun on this track, man. I was like, all right, all right. Yeah, I had to run this shit back, man. Pop twisting, whisp- what? What does this nigga say? I've been pop twisting, whipping on another rhythm. I've been pop whipping wrist on another rhythm. All right. When he said that, I was like, oh, this nigga drama. You could tell he was having fun right there when he said that. This nigga said, I wrote, this with, even... a Cartier... I wrote this with a Cartier pen. Do I sound different? <laughs> I'm like, all right, dog. What a dickhead, yo. <laughs> what a dick, man. He's like, dickhead. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's just... dick. He's just like, man, listen, dog. I'm fucking... I wrote this rap with a Cartier pen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. This nigga said, if I got to land, I'm going to stick it. <laughs> If I gotta land, I'm sticking. Pushing five Cadillacs like a politician. I'll be in and out of readers like Scotty Pippen. <laughs> well, it was just funny. It's just funny how, like, you know, it's just, you know, the pertinence of some of these tracks and shit like that is just hilarious. You know what I mean? Of course. The little, like, the little bars is kind of like, damn, did this nigga write this shit last week? You know what I mean? So, yes. <laughs> yes. That's the thing. Like, niggas on, niggas on fucking uh, quarantine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, he do have a whole squad in the crib, and his crib is a fucking fortress and shit, so I can see him just, like, getting niggas in the studio, like, yo, fucking dog, we in here, we in here, dog, we put niggas to work, y'all niggas on payroll, I gotta keep paying y'all, so, yeah. <laughs> next tape a week, man, so this shit's done, dog. Pretty much, uh, you seen his castle? Yeah. There's 30 niggas in there. That, yeah, that nigga definitely lives in the castle, so. Yeah, it's 30 like, niggas. Yeah, I'm, I'm living here by myself, well. Well, yeah. my staff. Well, yeah. Yeah, my, yeah, my staff and I got my homies uh, a mansion next door. I don't know. <laughs> they got their own crib and shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> they try to they ride over in golf course, golf cart. Yeah, I need mean, golf carts whenever they get bored and shit like that. You know what I mean? Whenever I get bored. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. So squad love D4L. This is where yeah. I, yeah, I, I premature ejaculated. So by this point <laughs> in the album, yes, it felt so fucking good to hear Thug voice at that point because it wasn't yeah. nothing but Drake. At the, I mean, you had to give you on ball, but. Wasn't nothing but Drake up until that point. So I was happy as shit to hear Thug. But then two seconds after I hear Thug, I hear Future. And I'm like, yeah. all right, this is a whole, whole this is a whole party. But well, I like I like when Thug does tracks with Drake, cause cause Thug actually go like he he goes harder. Like he definitely mm-hmm. rides to the occasion every time. But it was actually a pretty fun track. I mean, this is I mean they you know it, it's a standout, definitely. Yeah. Uh, this John landed up until this point, this John landed in uh Chicago are definitely, to me, standouts. But it's funny, because Tussie is a motherfucking nah, nah. single. Desire yeah. is a motherfucking single. <laughs> so pretty much all of these Jones is kind of fire, you have to say. One would have to say. Yeah. Uh, and, pain, and I don't pain. even like it. You, you say you don't even like it. You don't even like the jump, but it's just fire. I mean, yeah. I dig it, though. I mean, I, I, I dig it. Like it's, it. It's, it's hot. It's hot, but, you know. Yeah, I before we move on. uh, Yeah, the hook was hard as shit. Uh, Southside put that pitched up air horn. Yeah. that future loves and shit just for future um yeah. even though i was bored i was not in my head because i was bored as shit by this point too um gold digging bitches got a million new names nowadays that's one thing i learned <laughs> from listening to this this track and this album like back then when we was young we used to just call them bitches gold diggers but 
nowadays, man, they got so many other names. You know what I mean? Like yeah. scammers, the bartenders, uh, Instagram <laughs> models. Uh, damn, so many. My oh, God. Man. They're like, follow me on OnlyFans or go, you know, whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I'm not uh, hating. Believe me. I'm not hating. Hey, listen. Get I, out I get prostitutes. Man. I get prostitutes like twice a month. So I am not hating <laughs> at all. But they know what they are. Anyway. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. You, uh, I'm well, we get back baby. to that. I'm potting, uh, baby. Damn, dog. So, man, man, so you made that. I remember at one point, and we said this in an early episode, you made that move and shit like that. That's that's, that's interesting. Even during, during Corona and shit like that? I told you when this money come, nigga. They oh, gave man. me too much money. I, all right, first off, to be real, I thought that the government throwing a whole bunch of money in this situation was a terrible idea, and I still do. But, <laughs> bro, you know how much I'm getting, like, I'm getting a little bit more money than I was making when I was working. So that's the money that I can afford to just throw away. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah man. You got to celebrate. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Pain, 1993. Uh, I love these beats. Still with mad continuation. These beats all sound the same. They sound like the same motherfucking beat. Uh, well, Playboy Cardi's verse on this is interesting. The way his voice sounded was like, it kind of threw me off for a bit, but it, it was hot. I really, I really like Cardi's beats. And this was my favorite beat on the album. Uh, probably because of something to have to do with Cardi. I think it was because of that. Uh, the uh, the drum like that. That it's like a distorted eight oh eight kind of sound. Mm-hmm. I really like that shit. I really like that shit. That's for niggas who care about music and shit. But yeah, my fucking yeah, that shit was cool. But I really like Cardi's verse. I like at first I was listening to it and I was like, ooh, this is interesting. Like you said, but then after it went off, I was like, that shit was hard, and I played it back. Yeah, I didn't play the whole track back. I played back Cardi's verse. Um, oh, speaking of Cardi, did you hear that him and uh, Iggy Azalea had a baby? Really? Yeah, congratulations no to that nigga. If I am reporting false news, which I am known to do at this point, <laughs> fuck it. But that nigga, congratulations, man. You got yourself a white girl. She ain't even from America, nigga. That's what's yeah. right. And y'all in the same biz, too, man. You're at the family business, man. you about that. She's a rapper, bro. Prodigy shit too, I would man. love for my girl to be a rapper, but she just can't be a struggling rapper. She got to be, like, popping. Anyway. Iggy good though. I think well, I think rapper I think, struggles at some point. Yeah, but she she that run was great though. She she had a she pretty great run. She got tracks and still running too. So nigga, she still make music. Nigga, she yeah. dropped the album like in 2019. I'm positive. Yeah, and then she had a track. Then she have a track with J Lo too. So I mean, as long as that shit runs, they gonna be fine. What was that joint called? Ass. Uh, I think it's like Big Booty or some shit like that, yeah. Big Booty, you got a big booty. <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. I was making a joke. <laughs> All right, that's what's up. Cool. That didn't land the way I wanted it to. Yeah, they got a track uh, called Booty, yeah. <laughs> that's that's we that, yo, Jesus Christ, bro. Anyway, that's that's hilarious. This world just makes me laugh. But, uh, yeah, Drake, Drake make me not really enjoy the... Uh, the pain 1993 for some reason like his bars uh they was hot but i feel like if they was coming out of another mouth they would probably be better um and i, I know that's weird to say but i just didn't i don't know at this point i think i was getting tired of his voice i think i was getting tired of his tone well they was definitely doing a lot of things with uh <clears throat> it's weird because his, his recording style is weird because it's too clean it's almost like they he fucking does a take for every fucking bar <laughs> You know what I mean? Did you ever notice that sometimes? Yeah, like punches and shit like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, almost like, it's, it's almost like he punches every single bar, and it's like, and it, 
I mean, granted, production-wise, I guess it's great, but then sometimes I feel like it's just like, you know, you want to. Well, I, I was I, I was watching a uh, I was watching a video that was actually analyzing that nigga's recording style, and they were saying like the way that he uh, the way that he fucking does his breaths, like it, it makes it makes it makes your anticipation like it fucks your anticipation up. So you end up you end up thinking he's coming out of nowhere or some shit like that, and uh, I don't necessarily get that vibe. I just think that his voice is like nasally and annoying. That's all. Like at certain times, certain times, like I love it when he sings. I love it. It's beautiful. But when he's rapping, it's like he gets a little high pitched at times, and that shit just kind of annoying. Yeah, I can see that. And I think I think that's like by design sometimes too. I think like you know they turn the pitch up on his voice, speed him up a he little sounds, bit. Yeah, he sounds younger when they do that, and I think that that might be what they're going for. Yeah, because he sound like that a lot more. And nowadays, I don't feel like that's how like the regular timbre of his voice. But but, but it's, tr- it's track to track because like even when you go back to like the one track that he had, uh, was it like Sanders Rose and shit like that? Like you know, he kind of let his real voice go. Uh, mm-hmm. to the last mm-hmm. album. You know what I mean? So it's it's weird because like a lot of like this is the first project where a lot of those wordy tracks, those Johnson, where he's just spitting his heart to the audience and shit like that. Typically, he kind of just lets those fly and shit like that, but. It looks like they actually like made a point of like chopping the shit out of this to kind of make sure it was like you know, so I guess it was like a little overproduced in some cases, but eh, you know, fuck it, why not? I mean, everybody yeah, else I mean, exactly. <laughs> you the biggest artist, you might as well yeah. the best. Yeah. Uh, so losses, his pop in the crib getting saucy, called his boy, <laughs> called him yeah. youngstergram, called him youngstergram. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like yo, nigga. Beat still cold, nigga. Check this shit out. I'm working yeah, on this shit. Yeah, gave him a track and shit like that. They're like, yeah, let's do a shot together and shit like that. I'm like, wow, that's that's dope. That's dope. Um, no, you talking about some other different? Wait, what you talking about? Am I talking about that shit? This is another one there. Oh, no, no, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The end of the track, he's like, yeah, man, you got some liquor over here. Yeah, we do a shot together and shit like that. Like that shit was kind of dope. You know what I mean? See, I took that different. I didn't take that as his pop still. I didn't take that because his pop when his pop was talking to him. At the beginning of the losses track, you're talking about the losses track, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the, yeah, his pop was it was like a it was like beginning. The first 30 seconds of the losses track was like a message from his pop, so on and so forth. Then he came on, started spitting, and I don't know when the joint you was talking about was, but I feel like he was that at that point he was talking about the niggas that betrayed him or some shit. Like I feel like because he was he was clearly on like a video chat or some shit. And he oh was no no yeah not that. yeah that's his dad that's his dad actually oh I'm that on, was uh, genius right now yeah yeah. yeah. So, oh really? Nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Cool. 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 So he took a shot with his dad. That's good. Cause that shit, I took yeah. that as beef. Cause he was talking some real beef shit on that. He's still battling demons on that track too. Super hard. Looking at the he started the first verse. I do it for the grams, not the gram. I do it for the fam, but still fucking up for Sam. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, it's funny too, cause it's like this track kind of made me realize like this nigga pop is like a whole motherfucking like musician artist yeah like, well you know that nigga's uncle you know it was uh larry graham mm-hmm. from sliding family stone and shit so i know nigga i know i knew who larry graham was, was before i knew who drake was nigga so yeah. that's what fucked me up yeah larry graham was the you first nigga to start slap basing i know nigga uh, we was into that shit nigga we was like yeah. we was all into we was all in on that shit like so it was funny to me like yeah that nigga's a whole motherfucking musician and from a whole motherfucking musician no family musician no family but yeah um so this is no surprise at this point at this point now yeah so, exactly 
exactly. Um, yeah, I guess this is a good time to say that uh, one of my favorite rappers is Quentin Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would say he is actually my favorite rapper, probably not of all time, but at least for the last five years. So I just want to let the audience know that, like, most of these Drake songs, if they was coming out of his mouth, I'll probably, probably enjoy him a little bit more because his voice is, like, deep and fucking, like, like uh, bassy and wide. And Drake's voice is, like, high and nasally, and they try to make him sound like a 17-year-old still. So I think that that might be it. If I was to do a little deep dive, you know? Yeah. Uh, uh, de- demons? Is that where we at? Uh, was it? Well, I thought it was Florida. No, from Florida, Florida with love. love. Yeah, that yeah, was asking me. Yeah, it's all right. I mean, it is. Yeah, not, not it was special. all the same beat. It was all the same beat. It was cold though. It was cold though. But yeah, that joint was kind of asking me. I felt like he phoned that shit in. Them lyrics ain't make like mean nothing to me enough. Yeah, I mean, this is this definitely seemed like more of a throwaway joint. Like a fuck it. Let me just let's just get it out the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, he only like, had like, right. a verse, verse and a half on his job for real, like you know. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know, so I think he just kind of just did it just to fuck it. He's probably in the studio just working, and it was just like, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's have fun. Yeah. So right, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, but, but I think you get those. I mean, if you if you're consistently working and shit like that, and you're just making tracks, you're gonna have some shit that you just listen to. It. Like, yeah, <laughs> nah, it's there, but it's not there. You know what I mean? So yeah, I mean. Yeah, that's what happens. And then eventually when you start to throw shit out or you're starting to try to release shit, you kind of get to the point where you're like, you know what? That sounds good. That John mastered. it. Fuck it. Put it out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they actually yeah. had 40 on the production on that, John. That's interesting, though. I just kind of take a look at that. So, Well, like 40 is a lot of these tracks, Yeah. The beat was cold, but it just was, uh, you know, it wasn't nothing really that stood out to me on the track. He didn't say nothing that really appealed to me. Um, uh, demons. Let's get the demons. That's the John for the summer. He jumped on that Favi wave, which was uh, used to be the Pop Smoke wave, which used to be uh, Chicago drill, but it's now New York drill. Yeah, man. That's that's the only thing this track was actually missing, man. It's fucking pop, man. <laughs> I actually, think, I actually that, think at the end, I think at the end, where uh, he said all the demons looking moody uh, at the end, I think that was a Pop Smoke voice. I think there was yeah. pop smoke vocal in that John. Yeah, I mean that, that's the that's the only thing I was missing from this track. I mean Drake went the with the whole UK flow on this John. You know what I mean with 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 grime on niggas, but it was yeah, he fun. Did that. He did yeah, that. yeah. I mean, but you know, he I mean, had the, it, he had the least impressive uh, verse on his John, honestly. With that, yeah. Shit. So, and but, I actually but, enjoyed him doing that UK shit when he did it. Uh, when he dropped that one track that was on the uh, the soundtrack of uh, that UK show, you know what I'm talking about? Which one? He said, uh, the joint, I think he dropped it exclusively on Rap Genius or something. He was like, uh, you know, like that, 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 oh, yeah, tic tac toe. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the freestyle yeah. that he did. Yeah. Yeah. That joint was hard to me. I fucked with that joint super hard, but like, uh, I kind of good now. Like, <laughs> I yeah. Well, it. it's weird. Well, well, I think once he finally got it down, because when he did, when he did that the first time on, uh, on More Life, he was still trying to do his own thing. It was like shaking. Give him talk, give chest them. Still got love from the internet. This is a chit chat thing, but talk like it's where he was trying to like do both at the same time, trying to be Drake, but then also try to do grime. And he had uh he had to do gigs on the track and shit like that. So the gigs is like kind of funny with me because gigs reminds me of like an old fab. You know, fab yeah. is actually just like you know just used to rhyme the same track the over same, and over and over and over. Gigs kind of does the same thing with the flow. A a a a a. I be riding in the car. 
with an exturgent. Uh, got a girl, she tight. Tight version. Uh, yeah, I fuck with more though. <laughs> Nigga's nice. That song like was hard. That was on that same. That was that was on that same soundtrack too. Yeah, that shit was hard. Oh shit. No, but that, that that's that's the gig slow though. It's it's weird. Like I feel a little funny about it because it, it, when it slaps, it slaps, and then sometimes you're just like, all right, dog, come awkward. on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah that should just be awkward. You be yeah. like, yo, you sure these niggas ain't white? <laughs> so. But I don't know, but I mean, but it, it, it was alright. But demons, I mean, I really, I really felt like they, like they missed Pop, Pop Smoke on that one. That was like almost like perfect for them. Oh, honestly, Sos fucking killed that shit, bro. Sos killed that shit. I love sloppy ass rap flows, bro. I love like an ODB or like you know a, a PD Crack or something like that, or even an Oskino. Or not, my yeah. bad, not Oskino. Emilio so Spark. Emilio, Emilio, yeah. Yeah, Emilio, Emilio. <laughs> anyway, fucking. That nigga killed that shit. Sosa killed that shit. I played that shit back like three or four times. It's actually my first time like... actually hearing Sosa, actually, for real. So, yo, yo, he hard, bro. But I was up to Drake for kind of breaking niggas on this shit, though, because honestly, a couple of niggas that's on this show, just also, it was just, I'm like, oh, who are these niggas? You know what I mean? So, but I guess, yeah. you know, that's, 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 that's how, that's how he gets did. down, though. <laughs> he, either break you, he either break you or make you, man. Yeah. He decided so, to make these little niggas instead yeah. of breaking them. So, I don't mean, no, no disrespect. I don't mean to call y'all little niggas. <laughs> Talking about compared to Drake, not me. But uh, yeah, so all in all, you you trying to rate this John? I ain't really rate it. But yeah, no, I didn't rate it. Nah, you want to rate? Nah, I'm not rate. I ain't put a number on it. Fuck it. And it, it, it's a mixtape, so I ain't. I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna rate a mixtape. You know what I mean? So all right. So if you so. If, if I had to rate it though, I get this John a straight up six and a half. Anyways, nah, I, I, give, I give it a seven. It <laughs> we a seven? said we weren't gonna rate it, but we did. <laughs> so, so, you know what I mean? So uh, we not definitely, definitely gave it like a seven. You know what I mean? It's, it, seven. This is seven. This is seven. It's not a. Yeah. It's good work. It's not great work. You know what I mean? But you know, it's, it's yeah, definitely it good listen. I mean, definitely gonna throw a couple of these tracks in the playlist. You know what I mean? And you know, kind of keep it moving. I don't know if there's anything that's any anything particularly memorable, but uh, I don't know though. You know, this may be one of those things like you know. Couple years from now, niggas go back and listen to it. You know, catch the entendres and shit like that. You know, may have a little. Yeah, I think it'll be a lot of that. I think it'll be a lot of that. Uh, I mean, shit, you looking at genius? Genius usually got all the fucking answers. But yeah, well, they still film, they still filling it in. They still filling it in. But then the thing is, sometimes though, some songs that they don't actually fill those Johnson, then you know. But uh, it's a lot of blue on some of these tracks. You know what I mean? So, but uh, it's it's cool. But War, War was alright. I mean, War was a. Well, he actually left with this show, and I think he dropped this show on like Christmas or some shit like that, right before Christmas. So, I mean, oh, it's kind of let you know that so some shit's coming. Yeah, so yeah, so that's why uh, he dropped the show on like Christmas. So it was kind of that was the feeler to kind of let niggas know because I think he dropped this before he did the interview, uh, or he dropped this right before the interview dropped or some shit like that. So, word. Well, yeah, like I said, he went to the UK and he just stayed there. So I guess that's yeah. where he is now. <laughs> nah, that nigga in his castle and fucking. Canada and shit like that. That nigga King of the North right now. <laughs> so, fucking King of the North. That's crazy. So, Can you make that track yet, King of the North? Nigga, King of the North and South at the same time and shit like that. Uh, so yeah, nah, we ain't even gonna talk about that Houston connection. But that's that's anyway. a, that's a getting deep. That that's that's deep level though. We made a fucking Game of Thrones and fucking Houston rap reference at the same time. Y'all ain't ready for that. Now we now we gotta now we gotta talk about whether that nigga better than Tupac. All right, so Drake so, versus Tupac. All right. Yeah, yeah, Tupac. we saw, right, I saw so. this shit on, on Twitter. Niggas are jumping out of the window saying Drake's better than Pac. 
Uh, you think it's very similar. I will say that. Like I said before, man, these these niggas might might be the same nigga. I mean, mm-hmm. come from artistic backgrounds, uh, acted. Uh, Pac Mom was of, a uh, Pac Mom was a social uh, social justice activist, and Drake's mom is a lawyer. So it was very similar. Uh, yeah, well, Pac, well, isn't Pop's uh, Pac's aunt? Isn't she uh, Angela Davis? Right. Really. I thought it was uh, like his godmom or some shit like that. Uh, but I was some, somebody. I know he, had, like that. Uh, yeah, he was a black like, panther in his family and shit. His mom was a black panther. So, so he, that that so I think that's kind of some of the difference there between the two with their personality. But I turn in terms of just their artwork, their style, and how they project themselves and how yeah, they, they both talk about and, bitches all day. <laughs> so, uh, but no, I was actually gonna. I had like a. Uh, Kind of, I, I kind of pulled my my BS shit out, my Bill Simmons shit out. Uh, mm-hmm. I kind of had like a structured way of kind of attacking this situation. Okay, let's do, it, let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So basically, I went and broke it down into a couple of different categories. One is albums. Two is lyrics. Three is accolades. Four is influence, like social influence, mm-hmm. or legacy, legacy. Uh, Five is who they beefed with. Six is their run. Okay. Like how long it spanned it. And then like I got another one that says beyond just for anything they just want to add to that. But so basically we could right, go start, about start an album. Start an album. So albums, right? Uh so I, I probably would this is this is actually a tie actually. Is uh yeah, I think so. Because, all right, Pac has, I'm going to get Pac with two, maybe three bona fide classics, right? Okay. So, granted, both these niggas got a shit ton of material out there, you know what I mean, at this point now, right? Like, they catalogs, you know, granted, Pac catalog still still coming out, shit like that. He's still got like, tracks and shit like that. But uh, Drake, Drake has eh, arguably maybe, like, you know what? Nah, I'm gonna give it to Pac. I'm gonna give it to Pac. Because Drake only has really one one classic album on some real shit. Did numbers on some albums. It's too late and it was written by Quentin. Nah, uh, nah, I'm, nah, I'm gonna give Take Care. I'm gonna give him Take Care. Take, take Care? Yeah, I'm gonna give him Take Care. Take Care Take Care goes hard. That shit, you know, and as you get older and listen to that you shit. You won't give him so far gone? Nah. Key tracks on there, but nah. Nah, I, just I, Take Care. I'm not gonna say that's a classic. Not, not, not for me, at least. Not for me. Not for me. So Pac takes the album category for you. All right, let me speak on this shit real quick. I grew up on Pac, right? I knew Pac mm-hmm. lyrics when I was a little child. I could still recite everything to Hellraiser. And I knew that shit when I was eight. So like, really, I grew up on Pac. Like, this nigga was an extension of my family. He was like one of my uncles or some shit. But when I take his albums and stack them up, I, myself, can only really go back and listen to two of them shits, mm-hmm. right? But don't get me wrong, double album, classic, whatever. But I can go back and listen to two of them shits. But them two is stacked full of fucking like life and death and everything in between. Uh, meanwhile, Drake, on the other hand, I can't say I, I don't live like we just went through this. I, I ain't listening to no Drake album, so I can't say none of his albums are classics, and I can't argue for that. But I can say this motherfucker has been on a run. He got a lot of motherfucking hits, and he hasn't had a lot of hits off of a lot of different albums. So. Like, you can't really, you can't say that, like, even, you can't say he even got three 
classic album. Three. In, the, in the last fucking ten years that this nigga been rocking, you know, nope. got three. Maybe, maybe two, man. Maybe two, actually. Because honestly, yeah. uh, yeah, honestly, that's just the thing, though. Because I, it, and that's when you make that comparison, right? Like, he's like J- Drake is like kind of like the LeBron <laughs> of this era. You know what I mean? Like, he nice as shit. He don't got no rings. Yeah, exactly. You got, you're being great. He, he running, he running shit. Like, he you know what I mean? He's the top nigga, but you know what I mean. But, yeah, but as far as I mean, he's he's winning. He's, obviously, he's, like he's getting to the. He's getting to the finals every year. Every album is a fucking hit, right? You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, mm-hmm. when you look at, you know, I guess when you, when you look at yeah. contemporaries, right? Contemporaries, right? Mm-hmm. Compared to Kendrick, I mean, damn there, Kendrick. That almost. might be who he was talking about on all the fucking tracks. That might be that ghost <laughs> and that demon. I mean, I granted, they got it. They've been having a cold war for cold war for like the past few years. So yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's been a subtle. I mean, it, it kind of simmered down. Uh, but there, there was definitely like a few years back a cold war kind of going through between the two of them. Uh, but not, nah, I, I still would get, I'll, I'll probably give it to Pac, man. Cause I gotta say like for all eyes of me and me against the world, dog, like those two albums, not, not going to say that this they smoke. life changing for everybody. Yeah, exactly. They smoke, you know they smoke Drake whole catalog, bro. You can go ahead and say it. They smoke Drake whole catalog. <laughs> Awesome. Nah, just just album for album, you know what I mean. So, but I guess like you know when you do the Jay Z drum, where he stacks his CDs up, the, you know what I mean, together and shit like that. He puts like his best, the worst, and shit like that. I feel like you know like with Pac, the nigga got twenty of them, but I feel like those top two are way really heavy. While with Drake, he's got a bunch of projects, but like his best two, you know, if you're reading this still late, and then fucking uh, and take care. I mean, I, th- I feel like those two are like his best projects. Anything that's come afterwards, like views, man. You know what I mean? More life, uh, uh Scorpion, just exploded. Honestly, yeah. Be granted, he had some. No, that's the thing. That's that's not to say that on none of these albums he didn't have amazing tracks. Like I yeah, still feel yeah, like yeah. First, I still feel like the first half of Scorpion could have probably been an album by itself. It might have been a classic. You know what I mean? But you know, when he got the track, look who I'm fucking again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shit like that. You know what I mean? It kind of just you know. You just made me think, think like. I think I should add hits to the accolades category because should we put or should we just add a hits category? Not, well, hits. Not, well, Jay, Drake's gonna win hits either way. So I don't think you can just say that off top, my nigga. I like, can't. Well, you can't. Well, you can't because think about it. Drake has only been around for ten years, but we know Pac from twenty. We we know Pac from ninety three. We we still listen to Pac songs from like ninety three, ninety four that still fucking go. We, it ain't no guarantee that Hotline Bling is going to be going in 2027. Okay. It ain't no guarantee that... What's Drake's biggest songs? It ain't no guarantee that Grapefruit's still going to be going in 2030. Oh, Passion you know Fruit. You know what I mean? Passion yeah. Fruit. Yeah, I said Grapefruit. I love grapefruit. that song. <laughs> <Grapefruit>. <laughs> I love that song, too. I, honestly, I feel, like, I feel like Passion Fruit didn't really get the love that it probably should have gotten. Yeah, no, that's because yeah, one I, dance... That's because it was, it was racked between one dance and... uh. I've been down so long it looked like up to me. Yeah. That's his part. So I feel I feel like passion fruit. Had he dropped that joint like by itself, that joint would actually been a been amazing. It is but uh I don't know, albums I will probably give it to I probably still give it to Pac. I mean give it Drake shit. Give it to Pac. Yeah. So with hits now, all right, we on we off the albums on we gave that to Pac. So hits then. It's you said you gonna give it to Drake. I'm gonna give it to Drake. I'm gonna give it to Drake. I wanna get that to Pac, bro. I wanna get that to Pac, bro. Drake ain't got no motherfucking Brenda's got a baby. Drake ain't got no what you won't do for love. Drake ain't got no dear mama. Bro, are you serious? Like, uh, 
we could go, uh, what's that hard, John? I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest like joy next to getting pussy. Picture paragraphs yeah. unloaded, wise words being, come on, bro. Drake ain't got right. it, man. Like, it's a whole bunch of shit I'm not even thinking about, bro. Like, California love, bro. Like, it's hits, bro. You forgetting, bro. You out of your mind, bro. I think I think Pac actually takes this hits, John. Easy. Think so. Oh, all right, well, all right. So how are we quantifying hits in terms of just like, how do we? Just I'm thinking, I'm thinking hit. You want to just count them? Count, well, count them. <laughs> <laughs> count them. Well, all right. Because when I think about hits, I think about like you know, kind of just you know, radio type of shit. You know what I mean? Everything I named yeah. to you was just a fucking hit, bro. Yeah. Every every pop Jones I just named to you was a hit. Now you named that many Drake Jones to me. Drake Jones. Yeah, name uh, I, I, I named five or seven. That nigga that you love so bad. You so think you that was his biggest dear mama? That was his nah, biggest. No, that, that was big. All right, so all right, so this is where this is where the dichotomy kind of gets because all right, we got to separate the dear. Well, and that's 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 where I'm kind of confused when we talk about hits. So separating the dear mamas from how do you want it or some shit like that. You know what I mean? That was a fucking hit, bro. Okay, so I guess in terms of just radio hits and shit like that. They are. Again, they I don't know, man. You got like what Hotline Bling. Uh, yeah, but I, that's why I just said, do you think Hotline Bling and How Do You Want It are going to stand together? In Hotline Bling, eh, Controller. I think How Do You Want It. Controller go hard, but Tory Lanez killed that shit even better. I don't listen to Controller no more from Drake. I listen to Tory Lanez from Controller. <laughs> listen to Tory Lanez a little bit more? Yeah, no, I listen to it. The only That's the only one I listen to. That's the official uh, version of Controller now. Yeah, I got to go on YouTube for it because it's not on Spotify. <laughs> and I mean, Know Yourself, Running Through the Six with My Woes. Uh... What is it here, man? I don't know. You got you to make a few of these that Drake got, man. He's how to make a dollar to 15 cent. Uh, what else you got here? Crew Love, Jones of the Weekend that he got. <laughs> Oddly enough, a lot of the tracks that his, his biggest tracks. The Jones that he got with Rihanna. Yo, uh, name this episode. Name this episode. Who has more hits, Drake or Tupac? I mean, word it better than that. Yeah, yeah, word it better than that. But name this episode that. Who has more hits, Drake or Tupac? Like literally, because that's where we stuck at right there. So we're gonna get at a toss, right? Okay. All right, cool. To the lyrics. Lyrics. <laughs> oh man, we put an asterisk by Drake for lyrics at this point right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, we got to. Got so to. I mean, but no, nah, I mean, but then again, because because the shit that he but, but the shit that he nah, writes writes himself. Too, yeah, you know what I mean. So I would, give I, mean, it, I would give this to Drake right off top if you didn't because when you said. When he get but when he gets his cerebral bag, you know what I mean? Like when you get the jokes that he knows, like you know, and like let's get into like you look at more life. What is it? Uh, what was it? Uh, can't have everything. You know what I mean? Like that's actually a really deep track. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, I feel he like can... nah, he, he can spit. I mean, he he has all types of flows. Man, you have to play that show right now. But uh, <laughs> sorry, I made a playlist, kind of listen some shit here, back to back and shit. So. Yeah, yeah, so I was probably back drop the playlist back. after this year, you know what I mean? Well, yeah, back to back and shit like that too. But we'll get to that. But uh, no, I think I think lyrically, you know, withstanding shit other niggas written and shit like that. I'll probably give it to Drake. I mean, Pox Pox Pen has always been he's definitely been like not not to say like he's a par, he above par, above he par. He don't say no he don't all right. So when we talk about lyricists and lyricism, right? We're not talking about like the impact of the words that he used or the impact of the stories that he told. I think we're talking about like no, uh, storytelling like story storytelling yeah, story yeah. rhyme schemes, yeah. uh like the different flows he used. Yeah, no, nah, definitely no, nah, definitely Drake, because Drake's just way more versatile when it comes to just 
Yeah, Drake. You know what I mean? So, he, you know what I mean? He, the motherfucker he, sings for God. Nigga sings, yeah. You know what I mean? So, he, he you know what I mean? He puts, he put, you know what I mean? Granted, but, you know, but that the we, same we, we don't know because Pac, Pac could have probably, probably took Ja Rule's lane. You know what I mean? Like, you know. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Did I just so, say a bunch of shit that, does that all fit into lyrics though? Like, I just talked about flows and I just. Nah, flow, yeah, because it's lyrics. Cause, I mean, because granted. Because well, well, lyrics Ron is scheme, lyrics. Well, rom schemes, patterns. Uh, I'm confusing yeah, myself throw, now. If you want to throw in punchlines, uh, yeah, punch but, I think, lines. But, but, but I think flows and lyrics kind of come together because you know oh, some yeah, things can flow. Talking, I'm talking flow. about lyricism. That's why I'm yeah. confusing myself. Yeah, lyrics versus lyricism. But yeah, we're yeah. gonna say lyricist. We're gonna say lyricist. No, nah, I, I give that to Drake either way, though, because I mean. Yeah. No, because I think when you talk about lyrics, if you just if you just keep oh, if it's just the words themselves, themselves, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Pot kind of runs that, and uh, but if you talk about lyricists, you know, Drake nah. definitely. Yeah, no, nah, Drake, no. Nah, so we'll, we'll give that. We'll give Drake that lyrics. With yeah, lyrics, I give that to Pot because just like you said, yeah. like he he has more heavily weighted lyrics. Mm-hmm. Drake does have that there, but he doesn't necessarily lead with that. Like he lets yeah. you know that he is a thoughtful person and shit like that, but. As you can kind of see with his last project, he just said, like, nah, fuck it, dog. I'm going to give it to the worst parts of myself. And just say, fuck yeah, he was like, I'm going to give these niggas a bunch of fuck shit. That's what they want. <laughs> so. Uh, accolades? Uh, his awards. Grammys. Motherfucking mentions, I guess you could say. Uh, I mean, I guess. In today's society. Eh, I, I'd probably give a. It's a tie, actually. It's a push on that one there. You think so? Even yeah, though this is something that we could like have looked up if we were prepared. Yeah, because well, put it this way: the sample size. For, the, yeah, well, the sample size for Pac, right, is like pretty, pretty, you know, pretty, pretty short, right? And I feel like, at least for me, I know that uh, you know, Drake's won a lot of awards. A lot of them being mainly because of you know just how much the volume of shit that he sold. Okay, uh, well, who's the better actor then? That's how we'll. That's how we'll. Better actor. Pac. I don't want to have too many pushes. Pac. Pac. So yeah. we'll get we'll say Pac has more accolades because Pac got shit from from Apple. <laughs> All right. All right. Cause I won't have too many pushes. We already got a push. Uh influence. Social influence. influence. Yeah. This is hard. Mm. This is really hard because of the times. Cause like it's little kids in Africa who yeah, have like it, little pop yeah, teachers. It, I, honestly, Everybody it, says that. I think niggas have been saying that for 30 years now about the little what? kids in Africa with Tupac t shirts on. Well, he out there giving them all shit. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. that nigga, that nigga I mean, fucking yeah. faked his death and became a, a global humanitarian and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, yeah, he liked the new Elvis. They got that nigga hologrammed up. I see a new picture of that nigga every fucking week. Every time I scroll down my fucking uh, Twitter, I see a pop picture. <laughs> Yo, remember that time we were watching that YouTube video? Niggas was at a studio. <laughs> <laughs> and the nigga was like, yo, we just see all pocket the studio and shit like that. Nigga had the camera came through. <laughs> and nigga was like, yo, put the camera on. <laughs> yo, but the funny thing is we watched that video. You know how many like other videos of that spawn where niggas was like really breaking it down to be yeah. like, yo, that was actually really Tupac or something like that. <laughs> you know, they so had the Tupac movie where the ball played Tupac looking like Tupac. Uh, and they made him look even more like Tupac intentionally. Yeah. Nah, the thing so, that kind of fucked me up because, <laughs> nah, he looked too much like Pac. <laughs> Yo, he looked just like him, dog. Like, it was fucked up. I was watching the other child. I watched the other sh- Who makes songs to their unborn child if they, if they bitch ain't pregnant or, or they ain't never seen it? You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, I'm just saying. All okay. right, all right. Go ahead. But, uh, 
damn, what were we covering again? Fucking accolades, though. <laughs> I mean, accolades, uh, I mean, I give it. Drake got to get the Nas just because. But the only thing is, it's sample size, right? So, because if you look at. Yeah, look at where it's Pac. Pac died Pac, Pac, before Pac, he Pac got had, to this had, in his career. Pac had, what, five, six-year run? Uh, really, like, a good three, almost four years at that. Nah, Pac was out since, like, the 90s, you know what I mean? Like, 90. He, he, he came yeah, in again around ninety ninety one. Pac was like ninety. Pac was like ninety one to like ninety. Whenever he died, ninety four. Yeah, ninety six. So he had a five year run. Uh, in that time, granted, and that's the only thing with Pac too is just that it wasn't as many niggas in that lane. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so I mean, like granted, the social it's a justice lot. lane. Well, no, nah, not even social. No, nah, I'm just talking about just the hip hop period. You know what I mean? Like, you know, who who was really on the on the, at the top of the game? Who was it really? It was Big Pac. <laughs> Snoop, Dre, yeah, they gave him Ice credit Cube. for ninety to ninety six. Yeah, I mean, uh, Snoop, Dre, Ice Cube, yeah, uh, covers it. Tribe, maybe Tribe, Biggie. You know what I mean? Like, it's you know. Yeah. So I think it so was thirty thousand Wu Tangs in, in New York niggas, and it was thirty thousand <laughs> South niggas. Yeah, yeah. So, but I think uh, I don't know. In terms of accolades, though, I feel like Rick just takes it just because. He makes poppies, you know what I mean? So it's just you like say he just takes it just because, my nigga. I just said he's a better Pac is a better actor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I said you you said let's push this accolade shit. And yeah, then, but Pac, but, but all right, but put it this way: the Pac, the Pac, we don't even want accolades no more. We gave that to Pac. We don't want influence now. Influence, all right. We don't well, all right, all right. So influence. It's hard to, all right. Back to what I was saying, it was only so many <laughs> niggas in that lane. Oh, man, Pac versus Drake and Influence. Uh, toys, movies. Think about that product. Nah, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Like, I seen a. Uh, I see. I had a Terminator doll when I was a little guy, like about this big, and I had a Tupac doll about the same size. So. No, nah, I'm. I'm gonna just. Thing. I'm just going as far as this fashion. Who dictates fashion more? Ooh, yeah, Pac was that nigga. Yeah, Pac, took I mean, the picture in the, Pac, Pac took the picture in the, the tub with the gold and the money and the shit all over him, butt-ass naked. What else Pac do? Pac fucked Quincy Jones' daughters. Pac probably fucked Quincy Jones. Pac, Pac, man, Pac put niggas on. Pac went to jail, got out, went to jail again. Pac was shooting at cops. Pac, man, yo, come on, bro. Pac the real one. <laughs> Pac the real one. That's, that's the real influence right there, so. Nah, yeah, in terms yeah. of just, I don't think, I mean, musically, I think Drake, Drake kind of really just sticks to music. I, mean, I, don't, I don't think he's really doing much, like, as far as style as shit goes. I mean, he gives uh, niggas a million dollars every once in a while. And he definitely puts the young boys on, like we were talking about earlier. But Yeah, but I, but I mean, but that's both levels. But when you got to look at, like, you know, the widespread influence of it all, eh, I'm going to probably say that, nah, Pac, Pac is that, Pac is that. Because niggas was niggas wanted to be like Pac, you know what I mean? Niggas was dressing like Pac. Pac was a put it this way, put it, put it this way. Niggas, was, say, niggas had baldies because of Pac. I, th- I think Drake actually has a Pac tattoo on him. Just think, think that. Got a Leo tattoo. But, uh, but nah, just put it this way, stomach tattoo. Nigga Drake that, probably that, got that's, that's, tattoos on me, on him. <laughs> but that's, that's the thing, though, stomach tattoo. That's all I got to say with Pac, you know what I mean? Yeah, real shit. Thug life. Thug life tag. You know I mean, that's that's just iconic right there. So hell yeah, Pac did. We get at the Pac. We get at the Pac. We get at the Pac. Pac was fucking with the Mexicans. Pac, hell, Pac was that nigga. All right. So anyway, uh, who they beef with? Because you know, a measure mm-hmm. of a man is his, his battles. 
his enemies, yeah. Mm. All right, so Pac beef with Biggie, obviously. Nas, Jay-Z. Nas, Jay-Z. Um, can, can, can I get a four? Dre. Get a four? Dre. 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 He's beefing yeah. with Dre? Yeah. He, he called Dre a fag. He called Dre a fag. He was like, I can't I can't get Dr. Dre out of the fucking studio to come fucking record me because he in there sucking that nigga dick all day. Yeah, but I mean, but I'm talking about like on wax though. You know what I mean? I think wax he probably has. I think he probably came out at Dre on, on, on Wax. You know, Pac got 10,000 songs. I mean, I can't necessarily quote one, but. I don't know. Nah, because I think it was with them at that time. You know what I mean? Like, you could, he, man. Yeah, but. He, this, he, is, this, is, this, is, this is 90s. You could call your time. homeboy. No, no, I get I get you. But at that time, he was uh, he was with Suge. I don't think Dre was with Suge no more at the time that he was with Suge and had died. No, nah, nah, that, nah, that was around that time. It was right before Dre was about to leave. You know what I mean? So. Oh really? Yeah. So they was Dre was still there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was oh, California oh. love. That's not, yeah, but that don't mean the nigga ain't get mad after that. It's Tupac I mean, for God's sake. This nigga was volatile as fuck. Yeah, but I mean, but I don't think he like I don't think he was going at that nigga like I think I think at the time that Pac died, I think that kind of made Dre decide to leave. You know what I mean? Because when that nigga died, he was just like, because I feel like. I don't know. I feel like Dre definitely made a move to leave after Pac died because he was like, yo, dog, see? Didn't I tell you I niggas to slow down with this shit? Now you got the biggest artist in the world killed over this dumb shit, dog. I'm gone. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah, that's true. So, but. That, that just made me sad when you put it that way. You know what I mean? Because then, the <clears> then, the, then the next biggest artist in the world got killed right after that. Yeah. And that's the funny thing because these niggas literally had the world in their hand and shit like that. Like, Literally, it was like niggas was kids, bro. Yeah, it was children. But uh, all right, but, so but but yeah, yeah. Let's, let's get the Drake's beefs. He's got a uh, was it? What's Jay, Jay, Kanye, uh, Kanye, uh, uh, Kid Cudi. <laughs> count Cudi. Cudi kind of small for this. No, nah, but, nah, but yeah, but you know, it, you know, for this list here. Yeah, because if so you gonna count Cuddy, you gonna count Meek, and I think both of them niggas is inconsequential when you're talking about Meek. Yeah, well, Meek, well, nah, nah, well, inconsequential, but yes and no, because you know that that Meek beef kind of let niggas know, like you know. Oh yeah, <laughs> when, he, he, when a nigga not on my level come at me, you know what I mean? Like that's the thing. Like you know, when, you're not, when you when you not when you not at this level, when you come at me, dog, nah. <laughs> like this so how you get fried. Person, you know what I mean? So the determining factor would be what Biggie. <laughs> Mm, yeah, that would be the determining factor. You're not gonna give me Dre though. You crazy. Anyway, yeah, the determining factor would be Biggie. So you give it to what? You give it to Drake or you give it to Pop? Because this is kind of close. This is super close. They both got Jay Z in there. Yeah, I got Nas. I got Nas in his. Yeah. One of this probably well, whoever this nigga. Well, Drake has has uh, fucking Kendrick Lamar and shit like that too. So. That's true. Drake, Drake, got, Drake got a lot of niggas. <laughs> I mean, and then all the other niggas that we don't even know that he's dissing on his last album. Yeah, shit for like real. All them ghosts and demons and shit. <laughs> so. This nigga be shadow boxing hard. Yo, this man. not. Honestly, I feel like this nigga been like been dropping sub disses. Like, ever since he's been battling Meek, he's just been coming at everybody. That's why he got his mom doing skits. Like, you know, this, like, don't even think this defensive it. nature and that you that you have and stuff like that, man. It's not healthy. <laughs> shit like that. So. Oh man. 
That's this nigga bad. This nigga Drake battling niggas that shouting them out on fucking SoundCloud and shit like that. This nigga <laughs> everybody. Then Drake had uh, who do you have? He had XXX. He had XXX. Uh, I was about to say they said that they they said Drake killed this boy. Uh, I ain't saying. I mean, that, I can see that theory. I mean, but it's funny because I, I mean, I remember even Drake even he even said on the track he said niggas talking about taking my lane. They ain't even got on the road, <laughs> so. Yeah, but at the same time, like. But then he did say, I man. I can see how know, a nigga with a bag full of money could just get targeted and killed. Yeah, I mean, in Florida, of all places and shit like that too. So. What a, what a, especially, what a, especially what how he was, face. especially how he was moving. You know what I mean, like. No, they should. They showed the footage of the ball. He walked in there with a big bag of money, a big Louis bag. And he had like one nigga with him, I think. Yeah. And uh, that was it. I mean, that's just not how you do it. Uh, R.I.P. Um. Yeah, this nigga Drake beef with XXX. This nigga Drake beef with the XXX is arguably one of the new Tupacs. Yeah. I actually, I don't know if I said it on this podcast, but I was telling niggas a couple a couple uh months ago that I think I think XXX is pretty much the new Tupac. I think. Yo, pause this shit real quick. I'll be right back. All right. So what's up, audience? How y'all doing? I know in these uncertain times, you guys tend to get stressed out. I'm just hoping that you're doing what you need to do. Take care of yourselves. You know? Read a book. Call that family member that you haven't talked to in a while. Reach out to that friend. Text them. See how they're doing. And uh, think of a hobby around the house that you didn't think you possibly would have. But in that's I'm just saying take care of yourself. Not just in these times, but at all times. You get back to it, you know, it be a lot of hustle and bustle. A lot of hustle and that, a lot of work to get it back. But Make sure you take time. Take time. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we back. Uh, okay. So, I mean, damn, this beef shit is crazy. Tupac. I might. Have, you know what? I, I'll reach. I'll give it to Drake for this one. Cause uh, I'm gonna give it to Drake. I'm gonna give, I'm it, give it to Drake. Drake. Cause, Drake Cause Drake actually. Drake well, got you know. killed. So I mean, <laughs> according to other people, I didn't say the shit. So. Yeah. But uh, but but I don't know. I think just bar from. But in terms of just sparring with niggas lyrically, I mean Drake, Drake hashing is hashing it out. Still hashing it out with niggas at this point now. This niggas making enemies right now. So yeah, <laughs> so, based on shit, based on what we listen to. Yep. In terms of beef, but just in terms of just like you know who he is. Uh, I don't know. Still, still, still using his pen to kind of beat back that criticism and shit like that. I get at the Drake. I get out. Word. I agree with you. Um, and then we got Run. Run? Run. Yeah, now this one is crazy because it's gotta be it's gotta be highly technical because Tupac obviously his run was cut short. If you want to just about to say his Pac technically is still running right now. That's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say <laughs> so, Tupac's run was ninety to ninety-six, technically, but technically this nigga's still torn. So I mean you could go to a Tupac concert right now at this point. I mean when we all get concerts again. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, we can all be there because we could pop up. We could be a hologram at the concert watching a hologram too and shit. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I don't even know why the fuck. That's funny. I think we can do that. Got my mind going. Anyway, I don't even know why the fuck. Uh, I put run because it's hard. To, it's hard to qualify this one. 
run. Nah, because even Drake, but Drake's had a ridiculous run though. His run has been his run has been unprecedented as far as yeah. hip hop goes. Yeah, eleven years. I mean, honestly, the only niggas that probably would have had this run, Big and Pop, because they were the first to really yeah. be that big on the national stage. So, but yeah. you know, typically a nigga would start falling off. Jay, and the thing with this much exposure, that's the big thing too, right? Because with Jay, Jay has been running. Technically, Jay's still on the run too, right? But Jay spaced it out. Jay was giving you something every year, but once he quote unquote retired, he just retired from giving niggas an album every year and <laughs> going on tour every year. But you know, he pretty much just spaced out how his albums would come and shit like that. Uh Drake has literally been having an album every two years, dropping a mixtape every year, dropping a track every couple months, you know what I mean? Featuring all the niggas shit. So niggas still, on. his label niggas is good. Um uh, not all of them, but he got, you know, he got a couple niggas that we care about. I mean, the, the niggas that he got is all right. I mean, granted, you know, it didn't work out with, uh, who's the ball from uh, up on the Tuesday, Tuesday and shit? Let me just call him Tuesday. Tuesday and shit. <laughs> yeah. That nigga got skinny and mad. I don't know what happened. Uh, I mean, shit. Nigga got dropped from OVO. <laughs> That's what happens. Yeah, bro. but so what, nigga? Fuck that. It's more things to life. Like, you artist, you got exposure, nigga. You got followers, nigga. Make songs. Yeah, so you still need to keep working. I mean, honestly, look at look at what yeah, happened. With, uh, songs, cur- look, look at currency. Currency was coming up with Wayne. Currency ain't yes. never been broke. Currency, so, I don't know what this nigga be doing, but I know he, I know he sells like mad weed to all these industry niggas, most likely. But well, which is legal now, so I'm not, I'm not snitching. But nah, currency had a great like underground, you know, running yeah, underground yeah, mixtape yeah. and shit like that. They got an album yeah. with Wiz Khalifa and shit like that. And all his music is like his his fan base is super specialized. Like them niggas fucking follow him. Like they love that nigga. Like the people who fuck with currency fuck with currency. He like they favor. Yeah. Rap, you know? So, mm. but in, ter- in terms so, of run, uh, this 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 got to be a push too, dog. I, I know I know you I know we want to try to have a definitive, but Pac is yeah. technically still running. <laughs> but Drake is definitely doing something that's really unprecedented. Drake is still absolutely running. Yeah. All right. So, so we'll get us a push. All right. So the whole you thing You keep a score, is, right? Because I'm definitely not. I am keeping score. That. No, I'm keeping right. score. So right. I, I do got a question, though, before we uh, mm-hmm. conclude this this segment. Uh, mm-hmm. Why do Biggie and Pac, when I listen to them nerds rap, why do they seem like my old heads? But when I listen to Drake rap, he seems like my contemporary. Now, I tried to think about other niggas that might be in between the gap. And I'm, I'm serious, because Drake is 33 or 34 right now. So, mm-hmm. like... He's speaking from an older voice than any of these niggas got a chance to speak to. But, yeah, he still sounds younger. But, uh, like, a Jay-Z or something like that, he's a, he's got that same old voice. Like, he's been speaking mm-hmm. from that same old-ass voice. So I look at him like an old head, too. Uh, so, yeah. I'm going I'm to say it's a generational thing. This, this, I, and I always get caught thinking about this. Like, you know, I feel like the generation before us was but actually these more These got cut short at 23. I know, but I feel like just I think they're just more mature than we are. When I even look at like you know how we move as adults and shit like that, at our age compared to you know our parents and shit like that, I feel like they, I don't know, I feel like they had they they, they had on straight a little bit straighter. You know what I mean? I feel like with this world, I feel like we got we we're caught we're, we're that generation that's trapped in this suspended adolescence. You know what I mean? And I feel like you know what we're in. And that, that's for a couple of reasons, right? Obviously, because, you know, we live in this consumer bubble and shit like that. And uh, I guess because of, like, you know, 
granted, like, it's a little easier, I guess, like, not, not going to say the lack of hardship, because niggas have definitely had some shit co- coming up, but I feel like, uh, I don't know, I feel like we're a lot more, yeah, I'm having a hard time finding the word right now. Our traumas are definitely different. I feel like the traumas that they had made them rougher and tougher, and I feel like the traumas that we had made us softer. Yeah, but I think, but, well, but then when you look at the trauma that they have, like, you know, I feel like a lot of shit they're talking about, like, you know, they were, like, promoting shooting and killing niggas and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, that was the cool thing to do, the thing to be. Uh, but not even just talking about that aspect, but because I feel like, you it know, is. That, that, that whole, that, we just I mean, that whole, that, but that's still, yeah. that's still there. That's something yeah, but, still but, highly prevalent. It's actually yeah, but, now. But, 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 but I think it's, it's, it's down, but it's not as prevalent as it was. Niggas know that. Gang shit? Yeah, well, get, put it this way. Gang you think shit. it's posturing? You think it's posturing, and you think that it's separate because it's posturing? Yeah, because I think it's not as niggas down running with gangs now just to look cool. It's not necessarily. I, a I thing. understand that, but that's marketing, so, and that's marketing for the gangs, and they use yeah. it. They is niggas, yeah, it's niggas like Wayne who they ain't popping no fucking guns at nobody, but they promoting for the brand. They putting on. Yeah, but look at look at the biggest artist right now, right? Uh, Drake. Drake, right? Yeah, I mean, granted, he t- he talks that street shit, but you know he ain't out here, man. Like the the, the culture yeah, at least now is a lot of that shit, though. He influences what? a lot of that shit. In terms like, of just uh, if he say if he say like, all right, like I was thinking I was thinking earlier about pills, like big artists like him saying like, oh, we do pills, or we do a lot of yeah. shit like that. I could oh, a nigga like Wayne, yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, what do you say? My person, my this person only find perks and rubber bands and shit like that. I can't yeah. remember what mine was, but a nigga like Wayne, I could look at Wayne and go, that nigga is Wayne's Royal Party Time, excellent all day. That's that nigga. So I can't. He gonna do it. That's him. You know what I mean? But a nigga like yeah. Drake, I do feel like he's absolutely a hundred percent posturing for one credibility and for mm-hmm. two, uh, the range that he lacks, uh, because that street shit has always been beyond him, but. Yeah. So he 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 just mentions the right people and talks to the right uh, or talks talks the right language, I guess you could say. And, and he, then people kind of give he him can credit touch, he can touch, yeah, he can kind of touch so, and tap those guys there, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he influences a lot of that shit, even to the point where, like, you know, reaching out to uh, or reaching not reaching out because you said touch, but yeah, reaching out by by mentioning ARAB and that meat beef, like that's real street shit. Niggas really yeah. get touched over shit like that, and he does that all the time. Like, so I don't know, but yeah. I I do feel like just because a nigga's posturing and they're celebrities, that don't that don't take away from their gang ties. Yeah, but I, but do you, but do you think all right in black culture? Do you think that the predominant culture in black culture now the is gang shit related? No, I but I think we're I think we're it's, it's it's a whole lot more on the forefront. It's no longer on the peripheral. Like we we where we where we at? It's not a big gang place, right? You can agree with me there. It's not yeah, many but, gangs here. It's mm-hmm. not. It's no gangs here, for the most part, yeah. that I know of. It's just yeah. a whole bunch of niggas that live on certain streets that ride with the nigga that they grew up with, or ride yeah. with the niggas that they went to school with. That's how we always been here. But yeah. in in a city like L.A. or Memphis or fucking Florida, anywhere mm-hmm. in fucking Florida, <laughs> anywhere in Florida. But uh, them niggas got gangs. Even in Jersey, they got gangs. You know what I'm saying? In New York, they got gangs. They go blood, blood. They go crip, crip. They heavy as shit. Like, All right, let, let me rephrase my question. Do you think 
now so I, I'm saying that average, you and I might be a little underexposed to it. So I do think that it is more on the, the forefront of the average black person in those places more than it is for us. But also within the media is definitely on the forefront and within the music is definitely on the forefront. Back then, as far as gangsters go, think about it and rap. As far as gangsters go back then, name name some gangsters from the 90s that you knew. Matter of fact, 90s to 2005, niggas that you knew was either Bloods or Crips. 90s to 2005. Okay, like, you know, like Snoop. Dipset, and, yeah. Snoop. And Dipset is a reach, too. Snoop, because they was new niggas. To me, them and Wayne was like new niggas. Because I listened to them way before they started claiming that shit. But, like, Dipset, a Snoop, uh, pretty much all them West Side niggas. Um, mm-hmm. Who else? Who else for real? From, 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 two, from 90s to 2005, who else for real? It's claiming gang shit. Let's see here. Eh, not too many more, but all right. But now, I guess I, I guess I guess I framed the question wrong. I'm not talking about necessarily gangs in terms of Crips and Bloods and shit like that. I'm gonna say gangster forward is in. You know what I mean? Like niggas' aspirations in growing up were to be to be able to be able to shoot a nigga <laughs> and rob a nigga and live in the streets. You know what I mean? Like I feel like in the '90s, ever, 2000s. Do huh? You think that there was ever niggas really? I think. Well, in terms of just if, if you look at every rapper that was that was big. In the nineties, gangster mm-hmm. rap, gangster rap. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't until the nigga Puff came up and was like, you know, just a flashy nigga and shit like that. You know, just so you talking about the just like glorifying the darkness? You yeah, mean? Gl- like, yeah. So like, like I, I feel like late eighties to at least like late. Yeah, of course, because the crack, niggas, crack yeah, was niggas, all niggas, everywhere. Niggas, niggas, so niggas glorified like yeah, niggas glorified violence. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. These days, niggas glorify. Violence, material. Well, and material. Nah. Yeah, I niggas mean, glorify violence. Niggas talking about not as much though. Not as much though. Yo, yo, bro. Who you listen to? You don't listen to rap, bro. I do. I all do, right. but but, so, but when you look, but when, but young you thug look at the, talk like, about shooting like, niggas. Like, like, all right, yeah. Young thug talk about shooting niggas. Uh, mm-hmm. Roddy Rich talk about shooting niggas. Uh, who else, nigga? I don't know who raps. Uh. Who's that? Who's the, the boy? Baby? Uh, the baby. The baby talks talk about, about some... shooting niggas. Who else? <laughs> Little baby talks about shooting niggas. Who else? But do you think these uh, are the biggest niggas in the game? Gunna. Gunna talks about shooting niggas. All right. Well, the biggest name is in the Gunna. game. Kendrick and J. Cole. They don't talk about none of that shit. They're the only two niggas that don't talk <laughs> about none of that shit. And I will give them credit for that. Thank but God. yeah, but so but, but when I think oh, about other than them two, everybody else do. But all right, but on, on Front Street though. Who's on front? Because obviously a Roddy Rich, like you know, these not like, on front street. Well, he's the not, same not. niggas who got the same hits on the radio that everybody listened to. Who else is there? Eh, well, I, don't I could go. I could say a Yo Gotti, but he's the he's he's them niggas of last year. He had yeah, a hit but, on the radio last year. But then I look at a nigga like, like, Post, like all of them niggas are shooting niggas, bro. Yeah, but the, but the biggest Post Malone is the white like, guy who does country music. Don't bring him up. Yeah, but I'm gonna say Post Don't Malone because but Post Malone's Post bigger Malone, than all bro. these niggas though. <laughs> yeah, but it, all right, I understand. But he's the anomaly rapper. He's the Drake in the whole thing. No, nah, he's not. Nah, he's not. He's nowhere near anybody else with any of his characteristics. You can't even use him as a sample. Like uh, seriously, I, I, I no. I, you, I can, you can say Justin I Bieber. Disagree. Justin I disagree. Bieber's I, disagree. I, I, I disagree. Nah, I don't say Justin Bieber. But no, nah, I'm gonna say at least in terms of Post Malone. I mean, I feel like his old image is basically based on. The sample of those niggas and pretty much just making it packaged so that he can take it to white America. You know what I mean? So 
And I feel like more and more mainstream, mainstream rap is essentially made to take a dose of that gangster shit and essentially more party shit and, you know, popping shit just to actually serve bro, the masses of college students that are out there. Pop smoke, bro. Name fucking big rap artists other than the white guy. I agree. I agree with everything you just said. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But name somebody else other than the fucking white guy. Pop smoke, right. bro. Fucking XXX, bro. All these niggas shoot niggas, bro, in their songs. All these but, niggas shoot niggas in their songs. But the, all right, but all right, but the aspiration. Fucking thing. YG, the gang. These niggas gangster. Yeah, the but, aspirational theme. The aspirational theme is I want to get money and fuck bitches. Yeah. But if you, but I will shoot a nigga every six bars too, so you respect me. But but all right, but but what's I got more money, forward, nigga? But all right, but what's more forward though? The get money, fuck bitches, or shooting niggas. I feel like back then it was more about just shooting niggas. This day, these days, it's more or less about get money, fuck bitches. No, I think I think uh, you, know, you think so. I, th- you really I think, think so, that? Do you really I think, think that? I, re- I truly think you really that. really think that? I truly right. think that. I truly think that. I truly I don't think, think that. Shoot him up, shoot him up, bang, bang, kill a nigga. That's how you feel like the 90s was? Just as I mean, far as the theme? You feel like that was the, uh, like the theme of it all? Because nah, I, I think, think so. a lot of hustle. I think it was a whole lot of hustle mentality. I think it was a whole lot of get some knowledge. I think it was a whole lot of black-centric. I think <laughs> it was a whole lot of that. I think it was a whole lot of that. And I think niggas, I think gangster rap came in with the West Coast niggas, Wise Cube and Easy and all them niggas. And that was a complete contrast from everything that was going on before that, which was Tribe and all them niggas trying to be woke. And no, those but then, niggas. But, at, but the same thing, like you got Wu Tang and all this shit like that. You know what I mean? Like they were selling crack. Wu Tang, all these niggas down south and shit like that. You know what I mean? That's you know, like the UGKs and shit like that. 3 6 and shit like that. You know what I mean? So 3 6 was actually on some demonic shit when they first came out. Yeah. They was on some, they was, they was the same as uh, Big Lurch and them niggas. So, and, uh, I mean, the niggas' name is Three Six Mafia. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. and they don't like, think anybody like going rap. Uh, horrorcore. Uh, yeah, horrorcore. There you go. Uh, damn, how we get here? Basically, but, right, but, but, back, but back to the question that we're talking right, about but, now. What niggas talk about then? Yeah, but I think uh, I, I guess there's a generational maturity. I think that's that's definitely a bigger, more prevalent than compared to now. Okay, cool. You were right uh, about well, that. Well, as I feel far like, as niggas talking about guns more then than now, I definitely disagree with you. Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably this. I, I, I'm going to say it's more prevalent than it is now, so. Because if Tory you look Lanes, at, right. Tory Lanez talks about shooting niggas. Yeah, but <laughs> what's Tory, but, but all right, but Tory, all right, Tory Lanez had the first album, right, talking about, like, you know shooting and like fighting niggas and like you know shooting and killing niggas and they coming home to his girl but what's the shit that pops more though for him what pops more than tory lanes you tell me no, i'm talking about the shit that pops more for for tory lanes oh that pops more for tory lanes yeah him jumping on other people's shit what you mean and then talking about <laughs> bitches and saying singing about you know what i mean like i feel oh, like yeah, the definitely. Does better. yeah so that's all i'm course, saying that's, of course, of course. That's, that's all i'm saying like granted nigga, like what content that niggas talk about is you know what i mean is granted I used to rap about killing and shooting niggas. I ain't never shot nobody. So, but it just was, it was just, that's just what you had to do. You know what I mean? Like, you know, that was just what the game was. These days you have more options. Like, you know I mean, you don't have to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you, you are an old man now and you know that. As a child, you probably still don't know that. If I listen to a 16 year old, right? Like, and check this out. I do music still actively and I have worked with the youth very closely. My nigga Tone does it a lot more than I do, but. I've done it very closely. And I've listened to a 19-year-old, an 18-year-old bars. And they first shit start off talking about shooting a nigga. 
Because they need that respect, bro. They want that respect. They ain't tough, so they want to sound tough. This rap shit is their own fucking world that they live in and that they create. And that's just got to be one of the things in it. Yo, it don't got to be prevalent, but you got to shoot a nigga at some point. Well, I think everybody got to shoot that nigga at some point. But it's that's what I'm American saying. Way. That's all it's my point. It's, it's the American way, point. though. It's the American way, man. You got your right to bear arms, man. You know what I mean? Sometimes you got a Black Lives Matter. You know what I mean? So. And it's funny, because when it comes <laughs> down to that, this nigga Post Malone probably shoot more niggas than anybody. But Man, Post Malone ain't shooting nobody. Maybe bears and shit. A couple years like now, that nigga hear the shit he try like to pull hung. up on me and shit like that. You he know what I mean? Like so, that nigga tall as shit, yo. I, I, I didn't peep how tall he actually was, man. Yeah, he like six five. He's a big wooden yeah. ass nigga. I don't yeah. listen, bro. All them, all them, all them middle America fucking corn shucking ass motherfucking niggas. I don't listen. They big, all right. I got respect. I'm a city boy, right? I can fight, nigga. I'm from the hood, but I'm not fucking with none of them really motherfuckers. I don't want no problems with them. Those the niggas. Uh, that's speaking of shooting niggas. I'm just saying. And I'm nah, they they the first ones to shoot. I mean, they did not listen. They listen. I work in the sticks, dog. They all about that shit, dog. Oh, they the first ones <laughs> they, to they, shoot. They are. They all. They all about that. They all about that shit, dog. So I mean, oh, I honestly, it's funny how like you know, black people get like you know torn down a rap for like you know talking about guns and shit like that and shooting, but it's just like nigga, you told a gun everywhere and have an NRA sticker on your cards to tell niggas you pop a nigga to see him. So yeah, but to thing? be real though, to be hundred percent real, bro, they don't go out in their own community and shoot niggas and rob niggas though. Yeah, you don't know that. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Where I live, <laughs> it's a whole lot of white crackheads. So I can say I can give a whole lot of evidence to to counter what I just said. But <laughs> across the board, based on what the media is telling me. In other cities and shit, this is a whole lot more black on black violence. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's honestly, it's an, it's enforcement, dog. I feel like on that end, somebody do somebody in, but they, put it this way, it's not gonna go down the same way it'll go down here. Here, you know, here, you know, they'll actually like you know put you on News Action Ten and shit like that. You know, put you on front seat. You know, if fucking like you know George shoots Michael and shit like that. You know, they'll make it look like somebody broke into somebody's house and shit like that. George, my name, go to jail for that shit. So. You know, you're 100% right about that. Forgive me for my ignorance. I'm serious, bro. I'm serious. You are 100% right about that. You know that, what I mean? Man. So, I be trying to see, man, it'd be crazy because I be trying not to be naive. But then on the other hand, I be trying not to be just completely like venomous. <laughs> so, nah, but honestly, the big issue, I mean, honestly, the same shit's happening there is here. It's just that, man, it's law enforcement, dog. It's not necessarily like, when they talk about like the law statistics and shit like that, and they're saying like, yeah, these guys are more likely to commit crimes. Nah, y'all just arrest niggas more for this shit than y'all do the other shit. You know what I mean? Like you put oh, no, they patrol, they literally so, yeah. police those areas just for yeah. that. And they got like police, honestly, if there was if there was equal so if there was equal, interviewed about that mm-hmm. shit. My bad, go ahead. Yeah, nah, if there, if was, there was equal, equal enforcement in those same and, and police yeah, I mean honestly you'd be get caught up the same way. So you know, no, you know how many of these niggas would get caught growing weed and smoking crack? <laughs> You know what I mean? Same shit. So, but, but then yeah, again, yeah. I mean, they got that statistic of fucking like, you know, raping and shit like that. All that shit like that, too. So. Hey, well, listen, since Child this is my platform. Oh, come on, man. Oh, God. Anyways, I was going to say, since this is my platform, let me mention this, too. I feel like it's a fucking travesty that we get policed by people who aren't from our fucking areas, bro. That shit is stupid. That. that shit I'll don't make no fucking sense in the world, bro. That make this shit like a prison. It really do. Niggas come from somewhere else and then come over here and don't speak our language, don't know what the fuck we get into, 
Don't know what it's like around here, but just see all negative. You see all criminal, all crime. I feel like that's fucked up. That is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's that's my little so, pedestal. That mesh is there, from. man. You know what I mean? We need more dudes from the hood policing in the hood. So. Yeah, dog. It's fucked up, man. I don't want to be like that. And if you're already doing it, man, if you're already doing doing something like it, man, just make it official, man. That's all. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Or if you or if you a black cop. You you know what I think they should. Yo, you know what? Be that nigga. Be that nigga if you a black cop. Be that nigga. Be a fucking catalyst for change. Be a fucking leader. Don't stand down. Don't keep your mouth shut. All right, go ahead, man. I'm trying to talk to these niggas. I know, I know. But no, same thing, though. I feel like, you know how they talk about protect and serve. I think we need to see more of the serve part. You know what I mean? Because I remember back in the day, right? You know I, what? Like no, my... you know what's crazy? You know what? You know what's crazy? I ain't never been fucking protected by a cop ever in my fucking life. What scenario do you imagine in which a cop actually protects an individual or any individual? Where do you see protection coming into play? Uh, I guess <laughs> preventative protection. I guess you know what I mean. Just taking a nigga to jail and ruining somebody's life. Yeah, basically. So that's the extreme measures, and to me, those kind of counteract whatever help you were thinking you were doing. Yeah, to me. Well, that's, to me. that's the thing. I, I mean, I haven't been in any active shooter situations more recently. No, so, me either. Me either. You know, but if you when, have when a dispute, president you have shit, a dispute, so. if you yeah. have a dispute, or you feel like there's something, uh, you feel like your life is in danger, or you feel like something, 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 something. But at the same time, everybody there faces the chance of going to jail, so you don't call yeah. cops, including yeah. yourself. So, and that's just me. Some black person. I don't know. I don't know how white people. No. Nah. Well, no. Nah, I, I feel that same way. Because honestly, like, I mean, that's a, that's the part that makes it hard, right? Because it's just like, damn, I got this problem with this motherfucker. This might motherfucker might actually really go down for forever. This shit. Yeah. Happens, you know this nigga so, might go down forever. Nah, I, mean, I don't want to see that, that happen to him. Like, but but that's his catch twenty two, right? Because like, because that's the thing is, because the thing is, like, man, listen, I really don't want to see this nigga go away forever, but. I really don't would like this nigga to stop breaking into my house and shit like that. <laughs> you know, shit like that. So it's kind of like, you know, one of those things. But I think well, being yeah, black I mean, is it's... one of those burdens of being like compassionate and shit like that. You know what I mean? That's, I don't know what, it's good. It's great to be compassionate, you know, but, but I don't know. It's just the circumstances. But back to all saying before, I feel like. Nice guys finish where they started. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we may actually make that the title. <laughs> but uh I still want these niggas to answer me whether uh who got more hits to pocket. Yeah. But I feel you. That that could be the title. Um, but uh but uh what, what I was gonna say here. But yeah, I think there should be more like police serving more so than uh than just protecting. Cause like I remember like I said, and I was back to the story, like back one time I had my mom's car and like the battery died and I needed to jump and shit like that. And I was somewhere else. And she was like, yo, ask the cop to help you. And I was like, really? I'm asking cop to give me, the cop ain't gonna give me no damn jump. You know what I mean? She's like, what do you mean? They're there to protect and serve. They're there, they're there to serve. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That's true. I should be able to go to a cop and be like, yo, I need to I jump in my to go car. To a cop. I should be able to go to a cop and tell him my fucking something. I, I've been in positions where like I lost my money or something like that. I should be able to go to a cop and tell him, yo, my last bus just drove past me. I don't got no way of getting home, and the nigga should give me a ride home. So yes, I agree with you 100%. And your mother's yeah. a military person, so that's the reason yeah. that her perspective is so uh, empowered. I won't say privileged, I'll say empowered, because she thinks about it the right way. Because I mean, we're all, we're, all, we're all paid to, you know, serve and protect this country, so I mean, at the end of the day, you know what I mean, you're on payroll for the city, you know what I mean? Listen, dog, you're supposed to look out for the citizens. And I feel like, that. That, it's huge. 
I mean, I got I know somebody that's running for council too. I'm about to let them know that shit too. Yeah, so. talk to him. I was about to say I would tell him, but I don't talk to them niggas. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do that. But uh yo, yeah, we gotta wrap though. We had we had like man, like damn like three hours now, dog. <laughs> damn, are we really? Yeah, we had, we had two and a half right now. Well, I got two and a half on this clock and I started counting maybe we're like twenty minutes in and shit like that. So All right, cool. I gotta do this podcast review. Okay. And then we could go shout out. Uh you got anything? Uh, podcast review. Well, it's kind of a show slash podcast review. Netflix, they got a show called uh, The Midnight Gospel. So essentially what, the, uh, essentially what he does, they got a comedian podcaster. And essentially he's kind of podcast, like his, the character is kind of based in a different universe. He has a fucking universe simulator shit, whatever. So what he does, he goes to different planets and fucking interviews people that he meets at those planets and shit like that. And they talk about like, you know, just existentialism, life and death, forgiveness and shit like that. But all the while it's kind of like, you know, on some Rick and Morty super jail shit. So they're having like this deep in-depth conversation, but <laughs> on the screen is just like all this crazy shit and nonsense and everything going on. But honestly, it's weird because uh, I don't know, the, the one episode I watched last night, they were just talking about like forgiveness, even forgiveness and death and shit like that, you know, and things like that, you know somebody kills somebody and how, how do you forgive your enemy and forget the fucking killer you know what i mean like interesting conversation uh obviously so it's just but it's cool because it's a podcast with the wild ass cartoon show but you know i feel like so that's the basis was dope. so is it like morally based or ethically based well it's, it's it's different right like i mean i think like uh like one episode where they have it is uh so the one dude goes to one planet he gets mixed up with somebody and they pretty much get like put to slaughter and shit like that. Like it's like a fucking cow dog or some shit like that. And they eat something. So, you know I mean? They work on a farm. So they kill them and try to put, take them to the processing plant. So on their way to the processing plant, he has a conversation with this lady about death and shit like that. She's saying how like, you know, she has cancer and she's sick and shit like that. But she's at this point, she's ready to face it and shit like that. And she's just talking about like, you know, our family, how they dealt with it growing up, and things like that. It, it, it's it, it's deep though. It, it's like it's, yeah, it's, it's like it's Yeah, so it's like you know, it, amidst all the nonsense you see on the screen, it's still like a, a you know just a great in depth conversation. The first episode is them talking about drugs, and shit like that. He's talking with the president of the country about like legalizing drugs, but not wanting to legalize drugs because when you say drugs, <laughs> he, he agreed. Yeah, what? It's, what you mean? Because that's a that's a huge catch all. Well, essentially, he's just saying how, like, you know, like, he, he completely agrees. People should be able to use drugs freely and everything like that, too. But he's yeah, just but saying that. What do you mean drugs? Any you mean crack? Nah, yeah, all of it. You know what I mean? So I mean, he's, a, he's, he's agreeing. Nah, I mean, but that's the thing. He's just saying how, like, you know, with drugs, they talk about, like, this elevator. And he's saying, like, you know, the big issue with drugs is that they take you to this elevator. And when you go up, you go to the top floor and you have this penthouse party. But eventually you get back on the elevator and the elevator goes back down. So sometimes it'd be great if you can go back down to the first floor and walk out and be cool. But sometimes you go in the elevator and you end up down in the basement or maybe even further in the basement. And that's my big, that's my only concern is that, you know, a lot of motherfuckers end up further in the basement than they need to and shit like that. You know what I mean? So. It definitely <laughs> doesn't fit. Um, I think, I think like you think, and I know what you think, because I know you well enough. Uh, I think that we should attack this uh, drug use issue just like even though this ain't the subject of our conversation but yeah. i think we should attack this drug use issue the same way that they do in a lot of places in europe which is that shit's a fucking disease 
and it needs to be treated as such. Because you know, yeah, uh, but yeah, but I think that's the issue. Like, we're not attacking; we're, they're attacking the drug use. Like, it's it's where it's reaction reactionary here, right? We're attacking the gr- drug use. You know, like you got to get to the underlying problem, but the trauma that niggas go through, and why they take drugs to escape that trauma and whatever they got going on. So, the mental health aspect is what I I, I want to focus more on. You know what I mean? I feel like you know, in your insurance and shit, like like you know, health is wealth, and mental health is is very important because shit, if you ain't got that, you might not have everything else. You know what I mean? So. Damn, you got me wanting to cry right now, eh? <laughs> so, but uh, yeah. but I don't know. But Midnight Gospel, great podcast, cool show on Netflix. You know what I mean? There we go. <laughs> yeah. Um, I listened to probably the best podcast I've ever heard in my life. If, honestly, okay. <clears throat> honestly, yeah. Y'all go check this shit out. Cut this shit off right now. Go check out the Ear Hustle podcast. You ever heard that shit, eh? Ear, Ear Hustle, Hustle podcast? podcast? Nah. All right, I ain't gonna go too far, but this shit is basically uh, produced by prisoners from the prison from San Quentin and shit. Oh, word. Yeah, and it's uh, you see, like everybody that I've mentioned that to, just like that, they react that same way, and it doesn't disappoint. So that's all I'll say. The first episode was talking about getting a celly. Uh, the boy was basically saying, "Yeah, my nigga, he lived with me for three years, and he had to move out." So the way that it works in here is like usually they'll just like you they'll throw a nigga in there within like an hour of a nigga bouncing. But you know, you have the opportunity to say, yo, it'd probably be best if me and this nigga live together or me and this nigga don't live together or whatever. So, you know, and the girl the girl was asking him, basically the lady, she runs the uh the media department or whatever, and the bull works in the media department. So they got together, found out how they could get around all the red tape and then, you know, produce this joint and put it together. And they got nothing but time, so you know whatever whatever but he was like yeah she's like so what is it is it like a courting process he was like fuck no i don't say it like that <laughs> but you know he's sitting there talking about like how you got to get a celly and they interviewed two niggas who was brothers and they was like yeah man we thought it was gonna be great living together man da, 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 da. you know it's bittersweet but it's sweet because you got your family in here with you he was like man this boy we was raised seven days and this boy won't watch tv on saturdays and then on top of that like, and then they go to his brother. He like, yeah, man, I turned my TV on. It's my TV, man. I'm in here for 67 years. I don't care. So he was like, he asked me to put my headphones on. My headphones are three feet long. <laughs> so I got to sit up here on my stomach looking at the TV just to please this boy. And he was like, yeah. And then he want to smoke cigarettes. So, yeah, they was getting into that whole thing. Boy ended up saying, yeah, I couldn't live with my brother. And it's crazy. It's wild. But I never live with my brother again. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Ear Hustle podcast. Go check that shit out. That shit's amazing. I listened to the first episode, and I continued to listen to that shit and, until I had to do other things. Until like three or four episodes. Right? Damn. All right. No, I just subscribed to that shit, so I'm gonna check that shit out. So we're yeah, starting right. the beginning too. Starting the beginning. All right. All right. So let's ju- let's jump into shout outs. Uh, firstly, man, we shout out Wyoming. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, y'all fucking with us, man. I love it, man. Thank y'all, man. Uh, keep listening. Obviously, we got more heat coming. Uh, oh yeah, we got we got listeners in Wyoming. Yeah. Oh shit! And you know that's special because there's only like three niggas out there. <laughs> so yeah, we got we got we got one of the three. You know what I mean? So. Where you go? Tell the other two, y'all. Shout out to y'all, man. Shout out to Wyoming. Uh, I'm, I want to do a shout out to uh, Eat the Pussy Four Four Five. Oh man. This boy is a G. I admire this man. Uh, 
I, I fell into the fucking rabbit hole, which is his social media. Um, yeah, he be he be. He, what the fuck can I say, my nigga? This he's a fan, dog. Super he's Bowl. a fan. He's passionate, dog. This nigga had the throwback jersey on it. I never seen before. This nigga had a Carson Wentz from high school jersey on one jaw. He's passionate, but he's also really. Oh man, God bless the ball. I like the ball. I'm a fucking fan, bro. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his <laughs> the fan. Of, the fan of the Eagles' biggest fan. He literally is the and biggest you know Eagles that, fan, dog. He is the biggest Eagles fan. You know that nigga live in Bakersfield, California. Yeah. Yes. He ain't that's from real. Philly, nigga. He don't that's, that's, Philly, nigga. That's, that's that's how you know you're. That's yeah. He is the Eagles' biggest fan. He a real one. He, he picked them. He picked them like uh like 15 years ago because of their logo, and just stuck in. Stuck real hard. Yeah, dog. So, yeah, shout out Eat the Pussy 445. If y'all don't know that nigga, go check him out. Subscribe that nigga. Oh, man. Uh, who else am I shouting out here, man? Uh, let me shout out my brother Taylor, man. Tatted by Taylor and shit like that, man. Uh, you got a tail? Huh? Oh, no, nah, not yet. Not yet. We'll get one, though. But uh, shouts out to him, man. Where you going to get a tail? Still, still gonna, working. You going you gonna, to you gonna jump in? Like, go straight up neck? Or you gonna you gonna get out like put a, put a toe in first and just go. Uh, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get on my you, ass. You gonna put in your, yeah, you are gonna put your name on your ass. Yeah, dog. So I know. So they yeah. know. <laughs> or nah, remember remember we talked about this like years back and a tattoo on your ass that says "Just belongs to Jay" and shit. Yes, yes, we did talk about that. <laughs> I don't know if we're getting that. that one yet, but you know what I mean. That, that's an interesting one, but nah, I will probably get some like ass cheeks on my on my ass and shit like that. We already ass cheeks on my ass. That'd be dope. You know what I mean, but ass, nah, I probably get some ass cheeks. Nah, I probably get some uh, some some lips, some kissy lips on my ass. Wow. Uh, yeah, I figure if I get tattoos, I'm gonna just go. Uh, I can't be a 30 year old getting my first tattoo. That's just some pussy shit. So that's why you gotta get two. That's why you get two at the same time. No, that way it's not. What I'm gonna do is, nigga, I'm gonna go <laughs> in. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go down. That shit gonna be like surgery. I'm gonna go into the knife for like two or three days, nigga. I'm gonna come back out looking like one of them old samurai niggas, nigga. My whole body and face, nigga. I'm going to have you, the whole squad on my back, nigga. I'm going to have everybody. <laughs> I'm going to have my unborn oh. kids, nigga. I'm going to have all them niggas. Oh, uh, man. But nah, shouts out to you, Taylor, man. Much love, man. Hopefully, man, we can cross state lines and shit like that, man. We can fuck with you and shit. No, we can yeah, cross man, state lines. He just us. told me he went over, uh, he just told me he went over to go buy liquor. Oh, real? Yesterday. Yeah, he said him and Verge. He said Verge, uh, Verge, not Verge. Remember Verge, nigga? So now they know. <laughs> Shit. All right, now. So you know what I mean. Here we go. But uh, 
Oh man! Shout out to the editor who's gonna have to take yeah. a little more time doing that. Take me a little more time to fucking take out all these <laughs> names and locations and shit. <laughs> Selectively, but it's all good though. <laughs> so, nah, we can try to make it on anything we want. I mean, we ain't no yeah. ducks. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I mean, so nigga, don't be coming out of Ohio looking for me and shit like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, mean I might be in Ohio. I might be in Iowa. I'm like fucking around and be in Oklahoma. You know what I mean? One day you might find me in Nebraska. You know what I mean? So don't look for me, dog. Uh, shout out to uh, Little Jesus or Little Jesus. I do not know. I'm sorry uh, for making an album that the Strokes should have made. I really appreciate y'all niggas. Um, yeah, man. I was I was looking up lyrics. I was trying to sing them, Jones, man. I really enjoyed that shit, though. So shout out to the Mexican boys because they still rock out there, man. They don't rock in America no more, but they rock in Mexico, bro. They rock, matter of fact, they rock in all the motherfucking uh, all the Latin states or Latin countries rather, like out in South America and all that shit. That's where all them the Strokes and all them boys still able to tour at, and like Iron Maiden, they still sell out arenas. Nah, yeah, they fuck, they fuck with that. They really do fuck with that sound. So they, they still fuck with it, you know, even more. So. They do. They still do. They still gas. You know what I'm saying? They still they still go hard on the, uh that whole like. Culture, that's what, that whole subculture, and I respect that shit. I fucks with that. So, shout out yeah. to little Jesus or little Jesus and fucking the whole of Mexico, for real, for real. Um, yeah, who you got? Uh, oh yeah. Well, speaking of Canada, these artists actually aren't from Canada. They're actually from uh, Ireland. Shouts out the boards of Canada. Uh, oh, for real, they from Ireland? Yeah. You know what's yeah. funny? I was going to ask you about Boards of Canada and I was going to ask you about Of Montreal because you've been trying to not trying because you don't really try very much at anything. But <laughs> that's not a shot. That's actually a compliment. But um, you've been, you've, you've given me the opportunity to get into this band for fucking years. Boards of Canada and Of Montreal. You've given me the opportunity to get into both of those bands for a long time. But I wanted to ask you which album should I start with? So I might as well ask you now while they're listening. Oh, actually, I lied. They're from Scotland. Ireland, Scotland, it's all the UK, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, which, uh, which uh, boards album should I start with? And which uh, of Montreal album should I start with? Uh, with that nigga, you put me on the, of Montreal. Uh, I did. Yeah. Oh, shit. I, I know I got, I, know, I get them confused. I, yeah, I know I got a little deeper in that, uh, in that worm, in that wormhole. I actually listened to their, their newest shit, but, uh, but not for, uh, for the Canada, I'm gonna say, uh, I gotta write that. Campfire Head Phase. That, 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 that's like one of my favorite ones there. And then uh, their latest album, uh, Tomorrow's Harvest, is actually pretty dope too. So. Word. Thank you for that. Um, Campfire Head Phase, that's, that's the album you, you watch the sun come up to and shit like that. You know what I mean? So, so I get up in the morning and I got to think about how my day is going to go and plan it out. I put that joint on. Yeah. Word. That's what I need in my life. So. I love it. All right. Let me shout out uh, John Krasinski if I haven't already. I be thinking I'd be fucking. I save all my notes, but I definitely don't know if I uh, reuse half of these shit. So it don't matter. Fuck that nigga. Uh, John Krasinski. You know who he is, right? From The Office? Yeah. Uh, shout out that boy, because he's doing that show, Some Good News. Did I show you that shit? Nah. Oh, man. It's a great show. You should go check it out. It's called Some Good News. SGN. Uh, it's basically him sitting at his desk in his crib and his underwear and shit, putting on a news show. But it's wild because, like, the things he gets done from his desk, he obviously has people walking around with all types of cameras and shit, making all types of moves. This motherfucker then, uh, yeah, he set up opening day for a bunch of uh, doctors and shit. Um, 
and, and nurses and shit at uh at Wrigley Field, I think it was, in Boston. I don't fucking know. That's not the field in Boston. I don't fucking know. But anyway, these niggas was able to go into the field. It was cool. Uh, he interviewed a bunch of them niggas. Um, he 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 made it so that all the healthcare providers could get like free healthcare, uh, free free uh phone service from AT and T. I don't know how that shit worked out, but you might want to go check that show out if you're a healthcare provider and you want some piece of phone service. I think I might have mentioned all this shit before. But anyway, yeah, this nigga, he does that shit like weekly. So he he's trying to offer inspiration to the people. And that's kind of cool. All right. Man, I, I got to check that out. Oh, well, Dan, did you see that movie that he had, uh, Quiet Place? Is that the joint that was on, like, the front page of Amazon for, like, six months? Yeah, or no, yeah, but they're apparently doing a sequel. He didn't want to do a sequel, but they they they, they throw him so much money that they make him do a sequel. And shit like that, so yeah, so he's gonna do it. Chad was like, "Yo, he's actually a good actor, man." Yeah, now apparently they may actually be trying to put him in Marvel and shit like that. So then they might actually end up being fucking uh, Mister Fantastic and shit like that. So yeah, man, that'd be dope. He's one of them boys. I can see him as president. He's one of them boys. Yeah, he's a good dude, man. So yeah, uh, I mean. Yo, I think we did talk about this before because I said, or maybe I didn't. Maybe I just have this conversation from this chair with too many people. But <laughs> fucking, uh, could you imagine John Krasinski like doing coke and like smacking a stripper and like, uh, or smacking a prostitute rather? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right, cool. I was just checking. Because you said yeah. he's a good dude. And it's like, everybody gets that sense, but it's like, what you mean, good dude? Nah, like, I mean, I'm, well, I mean, we all got vices. I mean, if you, I mean, if you do that, I mean, I keep that doesn't necessarily mean you're a bad dude. I mean, but I, I don't know. I thought, when I think about doing cocaine, doing cocaine and smacking strippers on the butt, I mean, that's just kind of you know. No, 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 prostitutes, nigga. And I'm not talking about on the butt. I'm talking about in the face, nigga. On the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On some dumb shit. I mean, they, they own that shit. You know what I mean? That's what he paid them for. <laughs> but did, like, could you see him doing that though? Can I see him? Uh, yeah. yeah, I can see anybody doing that for real. Though. So, absolutely. There we go. Cool. <laughs> I'm not. Well, I'm not saying all oh, that shit is cool. I'm just saying, like, you know, I'm not. Taking, uh, I'm not saying John Krasinski is a bad guy for uh doing coke and smacking strippers in the face, or sorry, prostitutes in the face. I keep fucking that up. Y'all not the same thing. And I'm maybe that was the package though. That maybe that was the package deal though. Maybe that's that's the experience he paid for. Well, usually when you share your coke with people, they let you do all types of shit like that. So, so man, lesson learned. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah. my coke, they can give me their own account. So, <laughs> yeah. but uh, another shout out. Yo, shout out to uh, I guess it's brand placement. Shout out to Title, man. So they had a jump for like uh, for four bucks. You can actually sign up and subscribe. But yo, uh, you know how they have like the hi-fi shit. But they mm-hmm. had a they had an Isley brother and shit like that that had like 360 sound and shit like that. And I tried that shit out with my like my, my fucking hi-fi headphones. That shit went hard though. Shouts out to them for giving like for giving niggas their $25 a month subscription for four dollars for the next few months and shit like that. So looking niggas to check that shit out. So damn. What the fuck is that kind of technology? That's weird. Yeah. Did you said Isley brother invented that shit? No, nah, not Isley brother, not title. Jay Z streaming service. No, I know what title is, but you said an Isley brother at some point in there, right? Well, yeah, they, they remastered the album. Oh, oh you was li- oh the Isley brothers remastered their album. Yeah, what's that, bro? All right, cool. I would try to fucking entertain y'all niggas, but I don't know. I can't really see the value in it at the moment. 
Deuces. My bad, dog. I had to take an emergency shit, dog. <laughs> yo, that was fucking crazy. All right, that was fast, too. But, yo, <laughs> so, wait, you had the headphones so you could hear me the whole time? Yeah, I could hear you the whole time. <laughs> I was trying to gesture to her to put the headphones on. She clearly didn't nah. see them. Nah, that shit was bad, dog. I thought I had to pitch. I, I had to pitch for like the past 20 minutes. So I figured, like, ah, I can make it through the shout outs. But then I was yeah. like, I farted. And I know I was like, damn, it's a little bit more of a fart. And I was like, nah, dog. <laughs> hey, look, sir, but don't cut this out. All right. Make sure you don't cut that shit out. That's what I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, exactly. Raw dog. Gravy train style. Yo, so what's uh what's your next shout out? Uh my next shout out. Oh yeah, yo. Wisconsin, dog. <laughs> oh shit. Shouts out to y'all, yo. We got fans out there, there too? too, man. Yo, thank y'all, man. Thank y'all for real, man. Word. Are, are, really, really are they wrong. fans? Are they fans or are they just listeners? So I don't, I mean, don't want to jump in. I mean, on. hey, listen. I'm getting these niggas more credit than they deserve. Consistently, you know what I mean? So but hey, shit, it's credit. All right. Credit to be given, not taken, you know what I mean? So all Listen, right, uh, tell them niggas the truth. Yo, check this out. Y'all, y'all checking, y'all watching us during this fucking or or, or uh, organic growth period. All right. So y'all, y'all, y'all are day ones, man. So we really appreciate the fuck out of y'all. And when we get big as shit, we ain't gonna forget about y'all. So we're gonna find a way to end up uh, reaching out to y'all and y'all reaching out to us so we can recognize the fuck out of y'all when we uh blow up like the world trade. Um, I want to shout out uh Dexton Crutchfield. Um mm-hmm. That's the young boy who uh, dunked on the 12-foot court. Uh, this nigga is the shit. He's a uh, motivation in my life. He's he's going to be the reason that I'm able to dunk when I'm 35. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you watched this video, but it's just dope as shit, man. He's a strong, strong young man, man. So shout out Dexton Crutchfield. The nigga dunked on a 12-foot run. Oh, he 5'8", by the way. Go check that shit out on YouTube. 5'8", jump on Wow. Yeah, I put that shit in the sports and sorts window, but and I, I was like, yo, what do you think this is? Like, did the nigga, was it just him trying a bunch? Or was it like talent? Or was it like genetics? Or was it like like technique? Like, what the fuck is it that this 5'8 nigga is dunking on his 12-foot rim? But he, he goes through the video. He goes through the video. It's really intriguing. You should check it out. Dustin, Man, Dexton, Dexton Crutchfield. Dexton Crutchfield, okay. Yeah. Uh, right. you got anybody else? Uh, no, that's, that's it, man. That's it for today, man. All right, let me Get do my last out. shout out. Let me do my last right. shout out. Uh, my last shout out is going to be for uh, Jay Prince. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know you. That's, that's funny. I was just thinking about when I actually met Josh Prince, which is hilarious. So, oh, you met, you met the young boy? That's what's yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, uh, I don't know you, but I just want to take the opportunity to put some respect on your name because people are listening. And uh, I watched a documentary about this dude uh, a couple of days ago, and it was fucking amazing, dog. This boy was a, like a mad, like, like he was a, a black leader, bro. He was like, he's still a black leader, not to take nothing away from him. He's a black leader. He started out like, first off, he, he I, think, I think they said like he had his first mill by the time he was like 20 or 30 or some shit like that. But he was a leader in the community because he went to war with the cops over niggas fucking with him and niggas trying to say niggas was doing shit wrong when they wasn't doing shit wrong. Like, niggas actually arrested Scarface, and, like, he was, like, uh, doing protests and shit, like, outside of the joint, and he was doing, like, spots on TV and spots on the news, talking about what the cops had done to him and how they had mistreated him and shit. So, like, he was really standing up for niggas back in the day, and he was, 
You know what I mean? He was that nigga. And he put on, not to mention, he put on billions of motherfuckers. So I just want to shout that man out and put some respect on his name for the record. Thanks. Shouts out to Jake Prince, rap a lot. Whole Houston. He's some Houston yeah. fans, though. So that's what we need. That's what we got next. Yeah. But, all right, I really like calling people fans, bro. It's the same well, listeners, man. Same listeners. Listeners. Listeners, all right, listeners. There we go. Need more listeners out. They family, bro. If they if they out here rocking with us for this fucking long, like we've been rocking with each other, they family, bro. You know how many people I could talk to in my life for this long? Split the difference. Call them fans, fans. There we go, fans. Split the difference. All right, you want to keep y'all at a distance, so that's cool. I'm I'm down. (laughs) We social distancing right now, so so I can hold y'all, y'all fans. I'm gonna call y'all fans. We split the difference right there. Yeah. All right, man. Let's wrap up this segment of the Real Nigga Podcast. This is actually a pretty real conversation, man. Honestly, this shit is uh, pretty long. So if you made it through this whole episode, man, shout out to you, man. Treat yourself, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. For real. Go uh, smoke yourself an L or order a pizza or some shit. Enjoy that. Yeah. But, all right, y'all. Signing out. Peace, all right, love. niggas. Well, peace, hair, grease, as they say. Yeah. All right. Peace.